Welcome back to the Act Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Pavlog's Dogs, Jay. Joining as always is my co-host, the Bell for Food, Z. How are we doing today, Z? Oh, I'm pretty good. So we watched Spider-Man No Way Home this week. Hey, big big Spider-Man boys. Big Spider-Man boys. For once, I'm doing it, Jack. For once, you ready? Spoilers. Spoilers, Get yes. out there now. If you've not seen Spider-Man and all those Spider-Men can't, can't find, find No Way Home. Can't get home. They had none of them can. And all the villains that can't get home. If you've not seen that film. We're going to spoil all of it. Yeah. Like, it's an entirety. Reckless abandon. We're going sp- to literally recite line from line the entire film. Strap him. Strap it. <laughs> He's taking a sip from the Baja Blast Cup first. He's chosen. Alrighty. So what are you putting me on blast for? Right oh. before we started. You want to jump right into it, Jack? I don't want, I just let's get it let's get it right out in I front mean, of it. I don't know if I think that that's for later on, if you don't mind. Oh let's do a little more general thoughts, Jack. Okay. Hold on. You'll get your recommend. <laughs> oh good. I'll give my day in court. That's right. How good. So uh pretty pretty solid, man. Absolutely. I so agree. the buzz ab- around the streets. The word the word on the streets is hey, all yo. the cool cats been saying this movie's super fly. The greatest film ever made. Yeah. Better, I saw someone say it was better than Endgame and Infinity War combined. And I think we mentioned something about along this lines on the show a couple episodes ago, where like people are like saying such great things about it that I feel like I hate it. <laughs> I, not that I hate it, but it looks like I don't like it nearly as much. Even though I thoroughly enjoyed this film, I'm not... This is the greatest film since Citizen Kane. Because it's uh, kind of not. We'll get into that. Yeah. It's not. That that's it's got its flaws. Certain. It's certainly got its flaws. Absolutely, it's and we say this a lot, but I think it's very good at what it is. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right? And it's fi- I don't know. I I think more people need to be okay with that. Of like, hey, this movie is good for a lot of reasons, but it's not. That doesn't make it a perfect film. Right, right. There's kind of like levels to this kind of stuff. You know, nuance. The thing we hate. Yeah, there's a little bit of nuance, which. Ew, but, <laughs> Ew he grows. But, you know, it is it is what it is. It's a very, very good Marvel movie. It's all the things you would expect from the trailer. It's like, yeah, but it's not a perfect film in every aspect. No, not at all. Um, in fact, let's let's get right into that. Get right into it. There's a lot of stuff going on in this movie, and afterwards we were talking about it, it it's not great at being a movie for that reason. It's practically incoherent without, like... The knowledge of about five other films. That's generous. Oh, actually, <laughs> slow. seven other films. At least. I mean, it depends how you want to... You well, need all the Spider-Men. I was going to say. And Doctor yeah. Strange. And kind of what if, because the Depen- multiverse. Yeah, it depends how few Spider-Men, or how few MCU movies you think you can get away with as well. Yeah. It's a lot, right? So, you know, it doesn't... I don't think you could ever say this is like a perfect film, because it doesn't stand on its own, which I don't know, maybe that shouldn't be a qualifier, but I think it is. I think I think Endgame is the same way. Like, yeah, that movie is incredible as a culmination of 20 films of, you know, episodic, like, storytelling. storytelling. But it's not perfect as like a standalone work because it's not a standalone work. Yeah, you That's need, fine. You but need it's everything just, leading up to it. Yeah, it's the kind of essentially it's the journey. You can't just skip to the exactly. destination. It's it's hard to say that this is the literally as I've some people call it the film of the century when it only works as part of like a, a sequence of seven other movies at the very least. Right, just from the Spider-Man plotline. But really, you you, know, you need like all the other ones. His appearance yeah. in Civil War. You need yeah. That's just if you take. All the and again, spoilers. Just one more time. <laughs> but obviously, the other Spider-Men are in it. They're in it. They're right. in it. We are there. Of course, so they are. you know, you could make a pretty solid argument that you need to watch the you know three Raimi movies, the two Amazing Spider-Man movies, and then again, at least the first two, the other two, you know, Tom Holland, Tom Spider-Man Holland Spider-Man movies, if not most of the MCU, because again, there's just so much context, right? And like, 
it's hard for me to get a handle on sometimes because we have been keeping up with all this. You know, sometimes I try, like, I'm, like, watching this movie. I'm like, would this be nonsense if I didn't know, if I hadn't been keeping up with these movies? And, like, I think it might be. <laughs> yeah, this might be the limit. Like, I think it kind of would be, truthfully. Yeah. Like, I think I, if you weren't, like, plugged in like we are, a bunch of nerds with the show. You know, right. We think that we kind of get off the rails. Before, there's, like, this, there's got to be this middle ground, right? The, you know, on one end of the spectrum, there's us. On one end of the spectrum, there's, like, grandma who takes her kids, her grandkids every third Marvel movie. She she's literally just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, there's someone in the middle, someone who watches every. They watch most, if not all, the Marvel stuff, but they don't. Maybe they're not rewatching it. They're probably not watching lore videos. They're probably like not keeping up with the news. Tuned in, so they don't remember with perfect clarity every movie proceeding. And this is in the level where like that might get hard. Like a casual MCU fan might be lost at parts of this movie because it's not even just about the MCU. <laughs> Yeah, it's about movies that, universes that uh, don't really exist, or not don't exist, but are just outside the MCU that don't have an Avengers. They're movies, they're, they're universes that are not currently, like, in use, right? Exactly, yeah. Like, that's certainly a thing, right? The last, you know, entry from either of those franchises was 2014. So, like, so, from for that reason alone, I don't think it's as good as, as maybe some people are saying, but for every other reason, I think it is. I would agree. Like, I think it does. It is stellar for what it is. As, like, a, as a, you know, a big, you know, fan fest, as much fan service as you could fit into an hour and 45, or two and 45 minutes of Spider-Man film, it's pretty great. <laughs> I would, I would have to agree. Oh, yeah. I just wish those fucking Sony could get their leaks under control, because, like I always said, I would be, like, I hope people go cra- way more crazy in our theater, or any theater, if no one had known that, again, spoilers, last chance... That Matt Murdock, Daredevil, was in it, and that fucking the other two Spider-Men were in it, and that all the villains were back in it. I guess the trailer told us that, but still. At some point, though, that's the point. Like, because that's so much of this movie, that you have to market it, right? Yeah. If you tried to market it, this film, without showing the other villains, or... Because that's not even just leaks. That's, like, the movie, right? If you try to market this movie without the other villains, at least, because the Spider-Men are absent from them. Like, that is just kind of a fan, you know perpetuated thing of like oh they're in it they're in it they're gonna be in it but like you can't if you cut out all that what's what is there left to make a trailer from <laughs> yeah exactly so i i don't think you can really knock them too much it's a movie they wanted to make so like you gotta market your movie right yeah, yeah i think and i i'm certainly guilty of this myself people can get this like you get the wrong impression because again we are fans like because we're gonna see it anyways right like i've said this before about star wars like, I think it'd be super cool if they did a Star Wars movie where they did almost no marketing for it and they kept it as dark as possible. And then we go and just be surprised. And of course, I would like that because I'm going to see it regardless. But right, at yeah. the end of the day, these are business making ventures. These are money making, you know, ventures. This is the business, right? So they're going to market it to make money from it. Yeah, <laughs> they can't just. As many people as possible. The amount of people who would go see it on, you know, sight unseen is not enough to make it worth their time. <laughs> so, no, not at all. They're just going to put as much stuff as they can shove into, you know, three trailers and eight TV spots and <laughs> yeah, two seven clips, wholesale clips <laughs> just released YouTube. from the movie. I will say, though, that all being said, at the same time, it is impressively coherent for as, as crazy as it is. Right? Yeah, again, I, I remember, as I said, my big fear is that it's going to be an absolute clusterfuck. Like, there are too, much, too many things, too many plates in the air, and it really wasn't. Like, it kind of focused... Really, it only super focuses on a couple of the villains, and they all get enough time to kind of establish them. Kind of maybe Lizard, but even then, there's enough time 
dedicated to everyone that it all kind of works out in the end. Like they get, mm-hmm. I think they at least all get the bare minimum. Maybe they could have been a little bit more in some directions, but I think it, it like you said, it got it got what it needed to get done yeah. done to make it uh, coherent as a story. Because there was, yeah, the fear was for us, right? Is that this movie wasn't even going to be like coherent for us who are familiar with all the other stuff, right? Yeah. It's one thing if people who have not kept up are confused, but we were worried that this was going to be have so much going on that even us who knows what's going on, we still would kind of be like, I don't know, man, this has been much, right? So I, I think in that way they did, they did pretty good. Again, it's not perfect, but like they did pretty it, it's, well. It's mostly coherent. <laughs> oh boy. I didn't do it last episode, so be grateful. Maybe I didn't. I cut it out. Listeners, you'll never know. <laughs> so yeah, pretty pretty sensible, I guess. Pretty sensible. <laughs> yes, pretty sensible. Pretty s- coherent, solid. Um, Though they kind of the rules are kind of weird, like we mentioned. I don't. Yeah, know the rules of the like they set up to how the villains come back and how they get sent back. It's not super clear. The Jamie Foxx not being a blue man doesn't make a ton of sense. No. Because he's like, I'm a person. Because that's probably just Jamie Foxx being like, I'm not going to be blue again. You're going to make me a person right. with yellow-like effects. Which is, I will say, I wanted to mention this. I thought it was kind of surprising that they had Jamie Foxx mostly just be a man the whole time. Because for Sandman, they had him be sand the whole time. Which, in his movie, he can go back He can just go back and forth in Spider-Man 3, right? Right, yeah. So, I thought it was interesting. And I think it was probably to, like, really, because of the story they were telling, right? Drive home the whole plot of, like... They are, need to be fixed, right? If you had Sandman just walking around as a normal dude, maybe it would have been less, like... Impactful. Yeah, yeah. But then again, at the same time, yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that for Electro. Have him be, like, a being of blue electricity. Or even just yellow electricity, because the power... Well, whatever, sure. Yeah. yeah, fine. But that would, um... That would have sold that a little more, too. It's like... Because he just looks like Jimmy Fox still at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, a 50-year-old Jimmy Fox. Yeah. That was every time he, uh... When he hooks at the arc reactor, every time he uses electricity... Like, the, his mask appears on his face. It's like that it wasn't just, like, the one shot they use it. Like, he shoots lightning a couple times at our three spider boys. And uh, the face tentacle thing, his mask yeah, appears. Yeah. His comic accurate mask appears. That's pretty fun. I will say, I think seeing it in motion there, they did improve Lizard a little. I actually like Lizard quite a bit. He didn't have much to say, like you said. But he was pretty, it was pretty funny. Because they just leaned into that joke that people have been making about that movie since ever since it came out. Just the whole, like, I want to turn everybody into lizards. Turn everyone into lizards. I'll give you a makeover there, Electro. He's like, you can turn me into a lizard. He goes, well, of course. You've got to be a lizard. <laughs> yeah. It's the next stage of human evolution. And he's like, I, I could give you a makeover. He's like, I, so you're just going to make me a lizard. He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. I'm a lizard. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. I'm a they just lean into like, him being goofy about it. Because, yeah, it's a pretty absurd plot that they, they did. There's a little bit of that all throughout, right? You know, they, they can be a little more jovial with those movies because... They're, They're not, not the f- center point. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't like, in Amazing Spider-Man 1, be like, that's a dumb plan. Why do you want to turn everyone into a lizard? Right. It's weird. But now, with some, you know, distance, you can be like, it is pretty goofy that he got his powers from falling into a vat of electric eels. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> or I did, like, the joke with Sandman. He's like, oh, I, got, I got my powers from falling into electric eels. Like, I, I fell into a hydrogen cloud. He goes, man, watch for your step. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. That was good. I like the Green Goblin was the villain. I think... I I, th- I think we talked about the show, but I know a lot of people are saying that like it'll probably be him. Like he'll be the one to rally the villains around him. Yeah, because he is the least redeemable. He's just mm-hmm. kind of evil. Because obviously Doc Ock is being controlled, and Sandman turns good, and Electro is something or Lizard and all that. But Green Goblin just has comic book multiple personality disorder. Yeah, 
And he's like, he is Spider-Man's like biggest foe, right? He's his Lex Luthor, his he's, Joker. Yeah, he's his Joker. Yeah, exactly. So, kind of makes sense. He is like the most, over, you know, over Spider-Man's long history, Green Goblin is like the least redeemable, like, architect of, of more. Of, of the, all your pain, <laughs> James. Of all your pain, James. Like, he's done a lot, he's done the most, you know, directly awful things to Spider-Man throughout the years. Namely, murdering, like, Gwen Stacy and stuff. And a bunch of other people. Just murdering yeah, all those people. Straight killing, murking him. Straight killing. Just out here killing. He was president for a while. He was president. He he had the Dark Avengers. It's good stuff. He's an interesting guy. That no one else. When he's back, he's just Green Goblin again. He's Red Goblin. Maybe he's Red Goblin right now. I don't even know. How do you read? Carnage. Oh, it, it fuses them. Yeah, he got Carnage. Yeah, that's no good. He's no. He's already. He's too crazy to have Carnage. I know, right? It's no good. So, I um, I guess on that note though, they do just fix him at the end, and he's just kind of good. So, which is nice. Okay, so that's one thing I want to talk about. I did think this um kind of the main you know conflict here right plot is is like a uniquely Spider-Man story and it is very like it's very nice I think this idea that Spider-Man is like because of the kind of guy he is he's literally trying to save his like worst villains right yeah that's like a like again like a uniquely sort of Spider-Man yeah and thing. even despite the fact that other versions of him have killed them he's like no but I. I gotta do something. Like, right. You gotta try. And Doctor Strange and everyone's like, nah, you just, come on, it's fine. And I think it brings up a very interesting sort of, you know, like, kind of quandary, right? Like a moral sort of thing. Yeah, I really picked that shit up. Is the idea, it is like, is the question of it, of, is it moral to, like, send them back to their predetermined fate? Because, like, in a way, in a manner of speaking, right, these guys are all already dead? I guess we're meant to understand that, like, if all the timelines line up, that, like, you know, Green Goblin, quote-unquote, died in 2002 or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Doc Ock died in 2004 or whatever. Like, you know, so this idea of, like, well, I brought them back, is it, like, immoral to send them back? Like, like Doctor Strange says, in, in the cosmic scheme, it's more important that they die to fix reality than it is to for them to live, right? Like, their lives are not important and that's probably true but it's that kind of superhero thing like well you know we don't trade lives i guess like yeah. spider-man's like well if we can save them all though why wouldn't we just do that why does anyone have to die yeah, no one should have to die if they can be fixed they should and again that's that's cool like i don't think anyone else necessarily in the mcu could really have that story because most of the most even the heroes in the mcu they're like they're willing to kill people <laughs> i mean oh yeah absolutely they love but spider-man being like a you know being like a teenager still yeah, he's a teenager in this. Seventeen, still, yeah, he's on the edge, and like all that, I think it's interesting and like a good, unique plot, and it's got a lot of heart to be like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna help these people because I can, and it's important, and obviously the whole, you know, great power, great responsibility thing. Oh, they said the line. They said the line. It's really after uh, killed his aunt. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that. That for me is, is the single biggest gripe I have with this movie. I just didn't think that was necessary yeah, or very. We were talking about off pod. It very much seems like they fridged him. It's a bit of fridging. They, they parent wife the shit out of her. Yeah, cause I get cause we talked about it. They needed a. It feels like they were like, well, we need a parallel. If Garfield and um, McGuire have Uncle Ben, he needs an, he, his Aunt May needs to die. And it's like, but his Uncle Ben already did die. And I guess maybe the idea is that the circumstances were not the same. Like for all we know, his Uncle Ben just died before he was born. I don't think that's young. no. I. I believe we're understanding it was relatively recently. Oh, was it? Um, there's a line in Homecoming where he's like, "I don't want to bother her" or something like, "I'm not, I'm trying to go easy on her because because of everything that happened with Ben." I don't I I don't remember that. I believe it's meant to be relatively recently. Oh, uh, but then again, see, I'm I just talked myself out of it though because in 
Civil War, when Iron Man recruits him, he's like, why do you do it? Like, why do you, what <laughs> gets you out of that twin bed every morning? <laughs> yeah. It's that line. And Peter says that when you have powers like I do, and like you could do something and you don't, then it's your fault. Some, I'm paraphrasing, but something yeah. out of effect, right? You can stop something and you don't. You, you're, you're at fault for that. Whether or not, obviously, he didn't directly do it, but then, yeah, that's the idea is that when you have powers, then like every inaction is, essentially an action and it was like at the time people were like well that's kind of the mcu's version of with great power comes great responsibility so that seemed to imply that something went down with his uncle ben reminiscent of the classic sort of comic origin right right yeah so i guess i don't really know (laughs) i I don't know where i'm going but to me it felt like they weren't content to let that line they're like all right we need on screen definitively we need his this moment for him and so they just did it and like i don't know i didn't love it i don't frankly love that she said (laughs) With great power comes great responsibility. Um, it just seems really like a uh, like a weird lesson for him to learn. You know, six movies in. Yeah, movie his third movie the trilogy, like the big yeah. one. It just doesn't doesn't feel necessary. Like he's done a lot of growing already. It seems like a weird because again, that's day one Spider Man stuff. Yeah, I don't know. they all they, like the only two get in their first movie. Right, they, they love saying that. And again, we we talked about this. Like I at the time, people were like kind of refreshed by the fact that they didn't feel the need to do another origin for him in the MCU. So it's weird that they were like, we're going to do the classic comic origin, movie six. Movie six. I mean, I guess, hey, it's subverting expectations. That They did it eventually. You got to give them that. Yeah, I I would say that, I guess I didn't have too much of a grab with it at the moment, but yeah, as we talk about it, I definitely see like, was it really necessary to kill her? But based on the ending, it kind of was, because then he has no other like blood family around. Yeah. Because if you, because if, obviously, again, was for the very end of the movie, uh, he just makes everybody forget that he exists, that Peter Parker is a person. They only know Spider-Man's a person. They don't know that he exists. So I feel like it's kind of, it's much more grim. Like, it's already kind of like a sad thing, like a big sacrifice. But it's much more grim if he has, like, blood family out there. Yeah. And who, like, don't remember he's alive. Yeah. So I feel like that's a little little too heavy for the MCU. I had the same thought. I think maybe whatever whatever order that type of thing goes, I think at some point it was probably determined that it works better if she's just not around, which again, doesn't make it better though cuz like, right. Once again it's like, well, it's nicer in the plot if she's just dead. It's easier. Maybe maybe come up with a different plot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't love it. Yeah. But it's whatever, I guess. It's it's definitely departure because like his Aunt May is always around, <laughs> like forever. And so let's let's get into this. The ending is very reminiscent of Wonder. Brand New Day, right? Brand, yes, the which is infamous so, comic. Yeah. So basically, line. in fast forward here for people in Civil War in the comics, Spider Man on masks live on TV. Um, he does it himself in to come out in support of the Superior Superior Registration Act. Yeah. So he's like, I'm Spider Man. I've been Spider Man since I was 15. I'm all about it. But then he switches sides by the end of that because Iron Man's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. And because of that, I want to say the Green Goblin, but maybe not the Green Goblin because he knew who he was already. I don't know. I want to say his, his aunt is attacked. She sh- uh, He's shot. I know the pollen is that he's shot in his home and he jumps over it because he can sense it. But oh, okay. in but because he jumps over it, it hits his aunt who's behind him. Mm-hmm. So she's struck by a bullet that he dodges. Yeah. So then he goes to everyone. He goes to Doctor Strange. He goes to Tony Stark. He's Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even though they're on bad terms at the time, no one can save his aunt. And so he goes to, is it Mephisto? It is, right? Yeah. He goes to Mephisto and he asks Mephisto, who's like, again, Satan. Yeah, like Marvel devil, if he can help him. And because he's, you know, the devil, he's like, it would be a price. 
He wants to pay my price. My reduced three. And so the price is that um, Spider-Man's life has to get, be like wiped. His relationship with Mary Jane and thus their future child all has to be given up. And on the one hand, that's like, you know, a poignant, I guess, character thing for him. On the other hand, it was kind of a transparent editorial decision to like make Spider-Man single again and make him like a bachelor and then like a young, cool, hip kid on the town. And also to like really quickly reverse the whole everyone knows who he is so you can keep the secret identity thing. Right. And obviously, when you when you read it out like that right the effects of that are very similar to this but i think this will be received much better because that was kind of a controversial choice yeah in comics at the time i don't know like what people's general thoughts were on him unmasking i really i'm not you know it's been years now so i wasn't really in the know. on it then but um yeah. i know people and I, I feel this way about a lot of stuff is like sort of reneging on it is worse than just whatever the initial choice was right whether you like it or not i hate when some, i hate when like any kind of you know any kind of serialized storytelling like that where they have to like backtrack because they write themselves into a corner yeah they write themselves into a corner or they're bowing to fan pressure or whatever it is it's like i'd rather just people stick with the stories they were going to tell because it never goes well when they have a thing in mind and then for whatever reason they need to like start over you need to go you know backtrack heavily yeah. or swerve i know um, recently in the comics i don't think i talked to you about softball but it's been like dr strange just talked to mephisto in like the Doctor Strange comic, and asked him why he cares so much about Spider Man. He's like, "Hey man, what's your deal with Spider Man? Like, why do you care so much?" And it's revealed that Mephisto has seen the future somehow with magic because he's Satan, and finds out that one day he will take over Earth and make it like a hell spawn place, and he'll like it'll be his kingdom. But the only person who will stand against him is Spider Man's child, which is why he like manipulated things and got rid of her. It's like, all right, if I get rid of her, I don't have to deal with her when. You know, when I take over Earth. Interesting. Yes, you know? There you go. So this is not quite that because there's no deal with the devil involved. Yeah. But it's a similar scenario. He's got a... It's self-sacrificing, right? If anything, I would say this is a more compelling choice because he's just saving the world. Like, it was... It was a pretty... You know, it's kind of cut and dry, right? In the, in the way it's printed in the movie. He didn't really have much of a choice. The whole world was going to... I don't know. I, get, I don't know. Maybe... I guess they don't directly say that. I guess it... Could have just been flooded with, <laughs> but I don't know if it's flooded with an infinite number of people. Though, does that just destroy everything? Probably, probably, right? Yeah. It was not going to be good regardless. And so, like, I, I think making that choice is almost better. Much as I like Aunt May, it did always feel weird to me that he was like sacrificing his future daughter for his like elderly aunt. Yeah, and that nobody could heal her, even though it was just a. Well, yeah, woman. that's also silly. Like, that's a that's some dumb comic book logic, isn't it? Yeah, that oh, on the mat, like literally the Sorcerer Supreme can't fix heal a bullet wound very strange so what i was getting at though is i think it will be much more positively received than this because as we've said before on this very show a big complaint that people have about the mcu spider-man in general is that he's not i think the exact words of views is brand is he's not your friendly neighborhood spider-man right because he's got all the stark stuff and because he's on the avengers and all this his first outing essentially right his first appearance is in civil war where he starts as an avenger basically because of all this right he doesn't feel very grounded because you know all his villains are essentially tony stark villains because he's got all this tech in his suits basically an iron man suit and he's the heir to like tony stark's drone army it doesn't feel super spider-man grounded and so I think that people are actually going to be very happy about this yeah and he gets his classic suit at the end yeah it's real good looking yeah, it's really nice. I think you actually mentioned before I went into the movie that you hoped that he'd switch out the black. Or did you mention that? Switch out the black for the blue so at some point? I personally am a fan of the black, but I really like that blue one at the end. 
Yeah. It's um, it's even more classic. I don't know. I feel like I I think the thing I said was that like I think it makes sense for him to have black because that's what it was originally. Stand him out. Yeah, yeah. Because of the other two, we're obviously going to be in their classic costumes. He needed to be distinct from them, and so it made sense for him to do the black. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, they're all just red and blue. Yeah. Okay, so this is the thing I was going to put you on blast on. You're oh, like, Jesus Christ. Here we go. <laughs> so, Jack, so what I. do you think about the characterization of all the, the returning characters, right? I thought Doc Ock, pretty good. I thought William Defoe, excellent. Jamie Foxx, not. I mean, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but I don't think he's super consistent with the character in that movie. Yeah, Jack? Now, Jack, that's curious. You, you agree with me? Oh, now, Jack, okay. Let me pivot, Jack. What do no. you think of Andrew Garfield? You think he's reminiscent of how he is in uh in his, his previous outings? I played the fifth. Mm. I sense mm, curious. I made a mistake. Mm, Jack, I just, I'm just, I mean, this is kind of a pretty big part of the film, Jack. Do you think the right. Spider-Men are authentic to their previous appearances? I mean, it's a whole, it's a team up, right? It's bringing in Spider-Man from the other universes. Are they accurate to the other universes, Jack? It's just a simple question, frankly. Yes. <laughs> mm. Mm. Now, now, what specifically do you think Andrew Garfield gets wet right? The wall crawling. Mm. He him, does do a bit of wall crawling. And making his web shooters. And him and him being sad about Gwen Stacy. That That is pretty authentic. What this was, listener, this is a bit where I'm dragging Jack for not actually having seen any of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I not, not and making zero them. effort to watch. The, I made no effort. I say movies. It's really only two. It's it's really not much of a commitment. He could have done it before this big old middle thing. And, and now, Jack, listeners, I'll have you know, Jack cheered out loud when Andrew Garfield unmasked himself. I a man cool. he's never seen in a film. I've seen clips. I've seen enough. You sickened me, Jack. Oh, stop it, you. <laughs> no, so good on you. Know, Should have seen it, though. It would have been better, probably. I probably would have been the same, I gotta be honest. No, you know it wouldn't have. Definitely would have suck. Well, I think Andrew Garfield is accurate because he's a little more quippy. And he is famously the quippiest of the three Spider-Men. Some people prefer that about him. They think that's like the most comic accurate, his his level of quippy, which is like maybe a little too much. Spider-Man's always quippy. He's oh, Well, yeah. it's it's uh, That's why. He's it's, kind of the Robert Downey Jr. of the comics. It's a matter of debate. Is he a little too much or is he right on the, right on the money? Right on the money. Now, Tobey Maguire... That I really don't know how to feel about. I think he did great and all, but I don't know if it f- felt immensely to me like his portrayal of Spider-Man. Per- yeah, I don't know. He now, was, it's been a long time. He was a much older Spider-Man. And I think that's on purpose, right? Well, I mean, he's literally an older man, so what are you going to yeah, do? Exactly. So I think we're meant to understand, like, obviously he's older. He's got that moment where his back's all sore, so like, but I don't know. I just, I'm not sure how to feel. They didn't lean too heavy into, like, the I'm old. They didn't do, like, the Peter B. Parker from into the Spider-verse. Spider-Verse thing, I guess, but I don't know. I like that he has a suit. I was also worried he just wasn't ever going to pull it out. <laughs> just never, just never wear it. He was just going to be running around and dressed like a cool youth pastor. <laughs> it was just Tobin Gar. I was like, I'll come back to be Spider-Man, but I'm not putting on that I'm suit. I'm not putting on that costume. He definitely wasn't wearing the costume in the first time. When he walks out and he's not wearing it, definitely was not. He's like, I'm not going to wear it when I show up. I'll no. wear it eventually, but not now. Do you think that's all just them in their Spider-Man costumes? What you- like, I don't know. You think there's like body doubles or, or any kind of see you at trickery? What I'm getting at is they, they look quite slim those boys look trim probably i think it's probably them i mean like because it's been years right like andrew griffith's a pretty skinny guy probably i don't know i don't know when i'm getting i don't know i'm just I've saying like pictures of him i know he's skinny at least it's, just, i think it's probably just good it's impressive oh yeah God, especially toby mcguire he's like 50 now right he's getting up there he's definitely like 50 so like if they were like maybe he just keeps in that shape i really don't know but if they were like if he was like you know what i'm gonna get skinny to fit in my costume again for this relatively smaller role in this movie good on him That'd be sick. Maybe they gave him a million dollars. Probably gave him a lot of money. Maybe they give him an extra three million dollars if he actually got trim and he's like, sure. 
Sir, I'll do uh, for money. I'll do anything. Because he famously like he almost left between one and two because it was so extensive. The like the um, or I guess intensive. I meant to say the sort of training and, and like keeping in shape and stuff that he hurt himself. And they were like, "Well, we can't wait for you to heal. We gotta get on it. We gotta get back going." So if he actually did like as a fifty year old man, even get in pretty good shape. I mean, we never see them like shirtless or anything. But again, yeah, I mean, you put me in a Spider Man costume, I wouldn't look. Wouldn't look great. No, you'd see all the imperfections. Right. It's it's yeah. It doesn't leave doesn't leave a lot of wiggle room. Mm-mm. And like they all get touched up with CGI, right? Oh, 100 percent. Like we've all seen like the you know on set photos of Tom Holland versus real life or any comic character, right? Because like the masks don't fit like you'd want. There's you can't make a real life mask that perfectly conforms around like your whole head yeah, like that, head, right? Yeah. There's and gonna be and the eyes aren't in them. They're well, right. Removed. Because there has to be spots. There would have to be spots where it's like stretched, right? Like taut. Like you can't have it perfectly hug every rounded bit of your head. That doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. So. Now fabric works classically. No, yeah. So I'm good on them. They all look good. The suits look sweet. I like that old Spider-Man. Uh, had like, there's no more, I, I thought there wasn't going to be a lot of them kind of hanging out and talking to each other. But there was a good bit of that towards the end, right? The yeah. The end, they like just were chatting at each other about like just their lives and it getting had, to know each other. Because it had been quite a while with no other Spider-Man. So I, I was also worried. I was like, are they going to, is there not going to be, is it, are they just going to show up for the main, like the final fight and just do some fighting and leave? But no, we got a lot of, a lot of just talking and stuff. I liked, I do find it very fun that they addressed the fact that Toby O'Ware's webs just come right at him. And they're like, how does it, how does it work? <laughs> Don't look him out of your wrist? Where is it? Is it going anywhere else? He's like, I'm not, we're not going to go there. I think they're all great. Again, I do think. They they got the Andrew Garfield for the most part of being witty and again I don't I guess I don't know what Toby McGuire's defining thing is is that he's like awkward because he's kind of that right maybe he's, a, he's just a little weird I don't I really don't I, know I think so I don't remember well enough I haven't seen those movies in a while you you said and I agree I liked the little moment with Doc Ock yeah yeah was a moment at the end when they like meet up with, again he's like ah Peter I'm I'm good again it's me Alfred Molina good on him that's nice. He's cool. Uh, Woman of Foe was a crazy goblin man, as he always yeah. is. They took his mask off because he's got a goblin face. Yeah, I, I very much appreciated that. Most of the movie, he's just got his real face, which looks relatively close to that yeah, of a he, goblin. He really can get that those crazy eyes. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> as you've said before, he's got far more bones in his face than the average <laughs> man has in his whole body. <laughs> so he's, he's he pulled it off. I really like. I mean, I, I know I kind of figured it was coming, but I did like when. Uh, his spider sense goes off, and he's like trying to figure out who it is because they're all kind of dangerous. That was a good. And then moment. he gets, and he gets Goblin, and he's like, "To you," and he's like, "Osborne, Norman, what are you doing?" He's like, "Shut up, Otto." <laughs> Norman's so. gone. It's me, the Goblin. Does he call himself the Goblin? Is that what he refers yeah. to some of himself yeah. as? I think so. Pretty sure. Because he calls Osborne, he calls him Norman. He's like, "Ah, yeah. cowardice, Norman." So he, obviously, he knows he's different. Yeah. Um. So this is. Again, even though I said earlier, I liked the whole idea of like say, fixing them all and saving them instead of just like sending them back to their fates. I do find it, the implications of that very like weird to ha- wrap your head around, right? Yeah, I agree. Because what, why, what is curing them is like, yeah, what does it do exactly? Does making Wundafoe not crazy? Does he get suddenly put back in the scene where they like, where Tomograph flips over the right. glider and he stabs himself? Is that where he's taken out of? They all seemed to recall up until like the exact moment of their deaths. Yeah. Or most of them? I don't... Well, only two of them talk about it. Only Adakak and Electro mention... But now, Sandman never died. Right. That's and, true. And Lizard... But then got... Lizard at, yeah, has to ask Electro, so I don't know what that's about. I don't know. It's weird. So it seems like they were taken... I guess what I'm getting at is, like, they were brought in from, like, the 
instant of their death, right? Which, yeah, still has weird implications. I guess the idea is, like, in the case of most of these, and as you you astutely observed, Jack, a lot of Spider-Man's villains are scientists. Yeah. They're misfits of science, famously. And um, I guess a lot of them are evil because of that, right? At least in, at the very least in these movie portrayals, right? Like, Doc Ock is only evil because his suit went wrong, right? Because those arms the, the, took him over. So chip. when you fix that, he just doesn't need to be evil anymore. I guess he'll still be sad about his dead wife, but um, but who isn't? You know, he won't. I guess he won't be crazy about it. He, he won't, won't try to kill people. He won't start the sun in in the Hudson Bay or whatever. So. <laughs> and like, yeah, Green Goblin is only evil, and because crazy of, because of the weird chemicals. Because of the alter, his alternate personality. All it shows him like crazy because lightning. Yeah, I guess lightning in his mind, <laughs> lightning in his head. That'd get you probably having a lizard brain made lizard crazy. Watch everybody right, lizards. literally. Making himself a lizard accidentally made him evil. He wasn't before. He was just a guy who wanted to grow his arm back. He became a lizard. Yeah, and then he was like, I need to make everyone lizards. <laughs> They'll grow their arms back forever. The lizards are pretty good, though. <laughs> had, you, had you considered being a lizard, maybe? Pathogenesis? They can they can reproduce on their own asexually. Absurd. He's a scientist, Jack. Why on earth would he think that the next step in human evolution is to somehow become reptilian? That does That's not how evolution works. Mm-mm, not at all. How are you going to evolve us back into reptiles? What? Not even back into reptiles. Into just, a... It just doesn't... No. No. Mm-mm. That's just like just jumping to the left. It's too far left. Yeah. yeah. I like have... if I said the next step in even evolution was, a, was just oh. a bird. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to become... Something completely different. Avian. How? How? Shut up, Kurt Connors. You're you're a man of science. You know this. Quite side note, I think we've talked about this. How it's always dumb when people think that when humans can fly, they'll grow wings. People forget that there is a mammal that can fly, like a bat. So if humans could fly, they just have weird bat wings. We'd have weird leathery skin wings. Yeah, because like just like bats, because you know like bats, bats fly. We wouldn't have feathery angel wings on our backs. Mm-mm. Absurd. Because feathers are just skin for birds. Right. No, so people are dumb. Foolish. People don't know science like we know science. I'm making yeah. a misfit of science. What was Stanley thinking when he made the X Men? Not much. Nothing. Mostly about... Clearly nothing. Clearly nothing. Wow. Gosh. A man who become blue and furry? Unlikely. Unlikely. Why would he, why would he become blue? Would he drink a lot of silver, perhaps? <laughs> Turns you blue. Just a side note, general. The X-Men have always confused me that way. Because, like, how do humans evolve to have telepathy? You know, we, we've definitely talked about that. Come on, right? Why do, why do some of them turn into goo monsters? Some of them are, like, re- relatively, like... Because it's, like, that's pretty close to a man, but, like, with a slight variation. Like, like Wolverine. Wolverine. He has bone claws. He's got bone claws. Or any right. of the animal ones, like Sabretooth. Yeah. Even though animals don't have bone claws. Animal no. claws are made of keratin, mm. right? Just like our nails. So why wouldn't he just get claws made of keratin, keratin yeah. which is already in our bodies, but whatever. Fine. Or like Sabretooth. He's just like a weird feral man. All right, fine. Or the mammoth guy. He's a, he's a guy with an elephant head. Yeah. Even Beast. He's just got like more joints and stuff, I guess. I don't know what he's about. He's I weird and agile. He's blue. He's, he's not blue initially, though. No. Oh, he's like, just a dude, right? Right, yeah. With like more thumbs or something. I don't know. He's got hand. He's got, he's got like feet hands. Yeah, yeah. Feet hands, yeah, yeah. But then it's like Jean Grey. Telepathy. She evolved to have telepathy. Cyclops. He evolved to have, have eyes that are portal uh, to dimension of the pure energy. Ever. Absurd. Gambit can throw cards. Rogue can no, steal like energy. Si- no, he's now to be fair. Not to be fair. Gambit is like it's like energy. It's just energy. It's just cards is the method. Are you ready for that Gambit movie to never come out? Like find- There's no way that's still even. Oh no, no, right? No, it's been like a decade <laughs> at least. At least. How we get out of this? X Men. Something about X Men. <laughs> we were talking about wings. Why are you talking about wings? About wings because of reptile, human evolution. Yeah, yeah. The lizard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I think th- oh, I don't. think it was interesting that they gave um, Nick magic. They made him. They kind of tied him. They kind of began Ned. his Ned. Because they call him Nick. Yeah, my bad. I meant yeah. Ned. Yeah. Uh, I like that. It was funny when Ned walks to the other Spider Man, and he's like, "Hey, uh, who's your best friend?" 
and Toby Maguire talks about uh, James Franco's Harry Osborn. It's like, yeah. yeah, my friend tried to kill me, died in my arms. But Ned just thinks it's him from another reality. He's like, oh, that's fun. Walk over here. Well, because they, they both say, well, because I assume in both cases they're thinking of Harry Osborn, who becomes a yeah Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Well, yeah, in, in Garfield's he, or, yeah, in Garfield's he just becomes Green Goblin and tries to kill him as well. So. <laughs> Murder's love of his life, so yeah, yeah, that's a trouble, isn't it? Hate when so that happens. That was pretty fun. That um, just all the little references and stuff, like Osborne being like, "You're MJ," like Mary Jane. She's like, "No, I'm Michelle Jones." He's like, "Interesting, interesting." Like just all those little kind of connectives, and like it's kind of it doesn't really work for like most Spider-Man continuity that isn't these movies, but like when Andrew Garfield was like, "Yeah, Gwen," she was she was like my MJ. Said, no, you're supposed to have both guys. What the heck? You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be like in love with Gwen Stacy and then kill her, and then she dies, she, and then you just and then we never go back to Gwen Stacy. Oh, is that something to talk about? I was right. It was pretty. I, again, I think it was pretty obvious, like what they were going for. But there was the moment where she was falling, and Tom Hong can't Tom get to her, and Andrew Garfield did, and he was like, he's crying about, it, and I was like, that's that's a good, that's a nice moment. That's a yeah. nice, that's a nice character moment. I I did think that was like pretty. I, actually, okay, let's talk about that. I think the acting just across the board was pretty solid. We were talking about the villains and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Tom Holland. I think he's acting his pants off. He really is. He's working for his money today. You think he'll act that hard in Uncharted? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. I think. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm sure people do Marvel movies, but I don't know. thought he was acting pretty good, man. He was doing it, man. He was acting pretty well, I agree. Gosh. Twice in an episode. Hate to see it. I hate to see it. But, like, and I mean, I, obviously, I know acting isn't just doing cry, cry bits, but <laughs> I don't know, man. thought that was pretty good. I thought he was convincing. Oh, yeah. I really liked Andrew Garfield's moment when he was like talking about how after Gwen died, he got like he was getting mad and he like wasn't pulling his punches anymore. I thought that was gonna, I thought he was gonna like say he killed somebody or something. He didn't complete the thought of that, yeah, I guess. But quite go that far. I thought he, you know what I mean. I thought he was gonna be like, yeah, I stopped pulling my punches and one day I just I, I killed know. a man. I blew I someone random. I sunk a man's I, face in. I punched Scorpion's head right <laughs> off. <laughs> I ripped Rhino apart. They do reference. They do reference Rhino and Venom. Oh, that was very fun. Again, that's another one of like making fun of it, right? You, sh- you can poke fun of him a little more from the distance, mm-hmm. being like, "I, what are you guys best villains?" And he's like, "I fought an alien." The weirdest ones, I think he said, it was the oh, weirdest yeah. guy ever fought. Was, I fought a weird alien goo monster, and he was like, "I fought aliens in space." Like I went, and they're like, I, "Space? <laughs> you went into space and fought him?" He's like, "I didn't, I didn't find him to be fun. I just fought a man in a rhinoceros machine, <laughs> a Russian." <laughs> Yeah. Which is pretty fun. Or when he talks about the Avengers, because that's a Brad guys. I was in the Avengers. And they're like, what's the Avengers? Is that a band? <laughs> like, Were you in a band? To me, that's fun. Again, I guess this thing is just that he's just kind of weird and chipper. I don't know. Because he's been, he's really positive at a number of points. Like when he was like, Andrew Garfield, no, you're, you're good, man. Say you're good. Say you're good, man. Say you're You're, you're amazing. amazing. He's like, oh, I needed that, man. Thank you. <laughs> and then when, yeah, when Tom Holland's like, I was in the Avengers, guys. And he's like, that's great. What is, what is that? What is that? <laughs> what's going on? Like he's just weird and happy. For, he's just really chipper about it, I guess. I thought it, I thought it was really kind of long when he just cracks his back. That was like I was like, is he going to go on as long as it's going to? <laughs> and he really just like grabbed him and wrapped him around. And just, he was like, oh, thanks, man. It's just him though. It's just it's just you. You're just I mean, you're just helping. You're just helping yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. Would you Would you not crack your own back, Jack? Oh no. Of would you find it weird if you if you cracked your own fingers? Would it come? On? No, of course not. Don't, don't make it. It's not weird, weird if another version of me grabbed my hand and went, let me, let me help you out here. Just snapped on my fingers. It's only weird if you make it weird, Jack. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> what a general general kind of nonsense we can <laughs> sprinkle about it. I, sh- I guess if I took one victory, I have to also take a defeat. Heavy is the head. Not appear. And or I should, Emma Stone as like... Sure is not Emma Watson? Stacey. I'm positive. Sure is not. <laughs> Emma Stone. Like I'm saying. 
as Gwen Stacy or even like Spider Gwen specifically is what I said did not appear in any fashion. And now that is does make sense in the rules that they set out, which was only people who know Peter Parker, yeah, Spider Man, can come, pull up. Yeah, is people from alternate dimensions who know that Peter Parker is Spider Man. And I guess Gwen Stacy in you know a version of the universe where she is Spider Woman would not know that Peter Parker was Spider Man because in that universe he would not be right. So yeah, yeah, it made sense. Although, I guess, let's talk about this then. Mid-credit scene. And the mid-credit scene kind of... Sucked. Just threw that on its head. Because, now, obviously, so, when we saw Venom 2, when we saw the post-credit scene, we had all speculatory about that, right? But that was before we knew the exact mechanism by which the people were being yanked in, right? Mm-hmm. Again, the specific wording of which is, it's people who know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Which begs the question, why was Sony-verse Eddie Brock yanked into the world? Because he, he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. No. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I, I kind of think that it was what I'd hoped I'd do, where Kevin Feige was like, all right, Sony, I'll, I guess I'll put him in the movie, but he'll be at the end, and he'll instantly disappear, and we'll never talk to him again. So he's canon, quote-unquote. I mean, I quote now you can't see me, listeners, but not really. I mean, I guess it's funny. It wasn't funny. It's, like, funny in the sense that he's just not in the movie, that, like, people probably thought, like, oh, he's going to be in the movie, and he just wasn't. That's kind of funny. Uh, there was a moment where it's he... funny that I didn't have to see him. I'll tell you that much. Oh my god, I loved it. I mean, to be fair, it didn't it didn't make their sinister six. It made just the five fearsome fellas. Yep. <laughs> I will say, I liked. I did kind of like the joke that they were doing there, which was Sony him coming from the Sony universe, which is like famously devoid of anything, even uh, Spider Man, <laughs> um, and is populated as of now by only a Venom vampire. and Doctor Morbius and Vulture, maybe. Oh, that's true. Maybe Vulture and Scorpion. God only knows. I, I yeah. See. Oops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whatever. But geez. the point is, a pretty pretty sparse universe. I didn't think it was pretty funny. This idea that he's like, you guys just got like a bunch. There's just got tons. That's funny. Um, it would have been funnier if it wasn't Venom doing it. Cause I, as we talked about when we saw that movie, it's just too much. It's just whole, weird. Like, just talking to himself and talking to Venom, and it's just, and he's so jittery and he's just so jittery and weird. It's like he's high all the time. It's like something it's weird. Like, what about this alien with a rock obsession? Aliens don't want rocks; they want brains. Eddie, are you are you kidding me? You can't conceive of like a different. I mean, I know it's like kind of crazy to think about, but it's like for a moment you can you can accept the existence of these aliens, but not aliens that aren't those aliens who just want rocks. And then I was like, Again, my family died. I mean, I, I think, I guess the joke is that it's like a translation thing because that guy can only, you know, is, is giving him imperfect, imperfect uh, explanations, right? Yeah. Um. So I guess that's the joke. But yeah. Like, Why do want rocks? Like, okay. Well, it's, it, they're, they're magic rocks, Eddie. Come on. Come on. Don't you get it? Come, Eddie, You're come the on. one with the goo monster. They're Eddie rocks. They're magic rocks. They're Eddie, Eddie rocks. rocks. <laughs> they're Eddie rocks. So yeah, I, I don't know why he was there. Doesn't but, make sense because it was internally. It was dumb and bad. Yeah. But again. Bad if true. I did like that he left some symbiote behind to do the symbiote plot, plot. in this universe. But why did the symbiote get left behind? Who cares? That's true. We don't need him. We never now have we to don't see have to again. see him. I don't have to actually watch like a movie of him interacting with Tom Holland Spider-Man. And it, and it, pre- it preserves that thing that we complain about at the time, which is like, Venom's a superhero. Why would he fight him? Right? So now they don't have to fight. Yeah, he's the lethal protector. Stupid. So dumb. They don't have to fight, right? They don't have to like... So we can just we can just take a little symbiote from him and go on our way. Although at some point these cowards, Jack, they have to just do the real origin. When are they going to do the real origin of the symbiote? When are they going to do a Secret Wars movie where they teleport all the heroes to a planet to fight? Hmm. That's the origin of symbiote from yeah. Secret Wars. It's from Secret Wars. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. 
I didn't know that. Secret Wars, Secret Wars issue seven, I believe. Venom shows up. The symbiote show. It's a symbiote. So, okay, so that okay, you don't know it's a symbiote yet. Basically, they retcon it to be the symbiote. Basically, he just gets a new costume. They're like, hey, heroes, you can you got your pick of the costumes. There's all kind of stuff to wear, and Spider Man gets a new costume, and he's like, this is cool. It's not until later on that it's retcon to have been Venom a, a symbiote. symbiote in him. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, another thing that uh, is dumb about Venom two is <laughs> that it. Not to belabor this point, we talked a whole episode about it. Is that uh, the or- the how symbiotes like show up uh, is not even close to how it happens in the comics because in the comics sim- the symbiotes only like produce children in an event of like in- to uh, match coming danger. So Carnage shows up right as Thanos starts collecting all the stones, and Toxin shows up when the Civil War two starts, and all the other ones show up during more important like event comics. It's just dumb. I, I just hope we never see Tom Hardy again. Truly, I don't. Hope he never acts. Hope he's never in any movie ever again. But let's let's talk about one more thing. We'll, we'll get into this more later when we talk get to get to trailer trash or the cash. But I want to talk about Doctor Strange because earlier in the, or a couple of episodes ago or whenever we talked about it, we talked about how Doctor Strange acts really weird and it doesn't make a ton of sense why he acts like that. Based on this movie, I I think he's fine now. Like I don't think he acted nearly as strange, not pun intended, as we thought he would. But it wasn't great. Still, I don't think. I totally agree. I think seeing it holistically and not just the out-of-context clips in the trailer definitely goes a bit to, to yeah, leave those. Alleviate, whatever I'm trying to say. Alleviate? Yeah. And I also, yeah, to alleviate our problems, I guess. But, and the other thing is that um, there's, like, literally some dialogue that has changed. Yes. Yeah, there so, is. So, like, the Wong moment of, in- instead of just being like, hey, don't do that spell, he's like, I think in the actual movie he says, like, leave, leave me, me out of it. it. So he's like, do it, but I don't, I don't want to know about it. You know, see no evil, hear no evil. Uh, speak no evil. Speak no, uh, you know, it, yeah, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, which I think works a little better than an explicit do not do for, this for yeah, explicitly forbidding him from doing it because that it doesn't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. I still think like the Scooby Doo line is probably unnecessary. And again, I guess it just comes down to everyone in the MCU has to be quippy. He said shit, which made it sound a little bit better because he didn't neuter yeah. himself. It's like yeah. Scooby Doo, this shit, get rid of it. I don't know why. I mean, that's just me. Like he said shit, that makes him more adult. But him, him saying Scooby Doo, this crap. I was like, why and do I guess, say that? I guess it's just a difference in characterization that in the MCU, and I guess, I guess when you when you kind of stretch it back, you, a pattern does emerge. Like Doctor Strange is kind of serious and like <laughs> a little mean. He's still got that arrogant streak in him, I guess. Um, yeah. Which is, I guess, just fine. Like in the in the comics, he really is more of this like jovial wizard guy kind of to an extent. But it, yeah, like even in Infinity War, right? I guess he's still kind of a dick. Like. He's like, you, you know, I'm saving your world, dude. dude. Saving your reality. Don't touch my stuff. I'm, if, I know what I'm doing. I'm I would the best kill, here. I would kill you or the kid if it took, came between me and that time I'm stone. in charge here. I'm I know cool. what I'm talking about. So, like, I, I guess it's not that big of a departure by any means, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah. It, and again, seeing it all together, I guess the big one that still bothers me is the way they do the spell, that he just jumps into it like that. Because it seems like the type of scenario where it could have been very easily... This whole the whole thing could have been diverted. They had just like talked for extra thirty seconds before he just went right into it. Yeah, right? he's just like he's like, all right, I can. If you just said like, I'll make everyone forget, but I can make exceptions. Like, yeah, I can make the spell only work on certain. You people. think he should have led with that? That yeah. that wouldn't be important to Peter. Like, and he should. He's smart enough to know that. Like, all right, I can I can help the cat. Like, yeah, I don't know. I it, I did think it was funny right when he does it, and he's like, and you didn't call MIT, and he's like, I can do that. <laughs> I can just call him. That is a good moment. It's like, you, you came to me second? You just got the letter, and then we're like, I gotta use the wizard now. You didn't even try to call them. 
It's like, get the hell out of here. That is pretty fun. And, like, I feel like that's accurate. It's yes. a very teenager thing to do, right? Be like, well, I got a letter, so I got to try the wizard now. I feel like I'm not even far off that now. No. I've I, not been a teenager for a couple years, but I still feel like that might be a thing. I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're done. I guess I can't try guess that I'll give up. <laughs> guess I'll try God. That's an adult. Yeah. I feel like that is a bit of maturing to be like, you can just kind of talk to people sometimes. Yeah, kind of be like, hey, man, please. Not everything you receive in an email or letter is, is set, set in stone. Yeah, it's not like the, not Zeus on high wrote it down and went, yeah. it's yours Cause, now. Because that letter also just came from a person. <laughs> yeah, you could just be like, hey, can you reconsider? And then she does, so that's she's, good. Yeah. she's. Um. So, I, okay. I don't know. We've been talking. You got a lot to say? I wrap it up with one more thing. I think it was... You know what? Let's do this real quick, right at the end here, because mm-hmm. we kind of said all we have to say. And we'll probably get into it more as we... Because we'll probably do reactions next week, sure. and we'll probably talk more on this as time goes on. So let's let's rank it. Where would you put it among all the MCU movies? You're, like, okay. Where does it where does it lie? Because a lot of people are putting it real high. Real high. I would say it, it doesn't break top three for me. I'm going to be 100% honest here. Maybe because I haven't seen it enough. Mm-hmm. So, but currently my top three, I don't know if we ever, we haven't done this on the show because we haven't run out of ideas yet to do a ranking episode. Yeah. Well, we did do a ranking episode actually. Shit. Anyway, that was Sunny. It doesn't count. But I'd say it's uh, Infinity War, probably Endgame, and Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Those are probably my top three. And then probably Guardians would be number four. Guardians 2 would be number four. Right behind it. Or maybe, and I don't know. There's a, I, I haven't thought about enough, but there's probably more in there. And I would have to say this movie is in the top 10, but in the bottom. <laughs> Top ten, bottom five. Really? I would say, yeah. I mean, I guess when you put it like the something like, yeah, you know, I guess you put it like that. You're just saying it's not in your top five, basically. Yeah, yeah. Top ten, but not top five. I guess, I guess that's fair. I don't know, man. It's so hard because, like, because there just is so many at this point, and like, again, it is very much a big team up, like, you know, real, real event one, right? What would be the word? It's like, it's like a uh, crossover. It's a crossover. It's like, a, it's real as. It's really a, a big event kind of film. It's not. It's not just a movie. Well, I mean, right. It's yeah. just a movie, but you, you know what I mean. Like I don't know. It's it. And I'm, my words are failing me now. But because it is this whole right. like. Some water. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll have some more blood. Because it is so. There's so much going on. It's the there's all these characters. There's all this culmination. It hardly can. I don't think it's necessarily that fair to put it up against like solo movies and like phase one movies and stuff it's just it's so much going on yeah it's kind of in a a, it really only ranks comparatively like just in scale and and scope and stuff to like infinity warring game kind of stuff so like i can definitely see why people have immediate like reactions are to say like yeah bro this is like on the same level because it does have a lot of it has that same feeling it's got the same energy i guess is what i'm getting at um, I don't know if it's really a better movie than those. I, I mean, I really did enjoy it a lot. Again, I did as well. And and I like we said, in the, like I said at the top of the episode, because people have such an extreme <laughs> love for it, yeah. our tempered ex- our tempered response almost makes me feel like I didn't like it as much. But I know that I did. Yeah. Like I got really excited when the other Spider Man came in, even though I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, they're actually gonna do it. Like it's yeah. gonna be super cool when they're all teaming up. And it was super cool. Like all of them being there was super cool to see on screen. Like it wasn't not fun. We didn't talk about Mac Murdoch, but he was fucking. Oh my in god! It. We didn't talk we about, didn't about him. Mention him. We didn't mention it briefly, but we can talk about more with Hawkeye probably. All right, sure. But like that was cool seeing him. Like all this stuff was cool. Yeah. But it's just like there's such an extreme that it's just like a weird uh, middle ground. Yeah, like I said, it's just it's hard to even compare it because it is just such. I, I don't know why. I don't know what word I'm grasping for that I can't find here. But I'll probably think of it like an hour after we finish recording. Yeah. And I'll okay, throw it. it, in, it in maybe just event is all I'm going for. It's just it's it's again as we stated up top there. It barely is a movie, 
as much as it is a culmination of movies, right? Mm. And so, in that sense, it's again, it doesn't feel fair. Like, because I would agree with you, Infinity War, Endgame are way up there. But again, it's it's for that same reason, right? They right, also yeah. hardly work as singular films if you're not into these movies and have seen them all, right? Conversely, one of my f- absolute favorite MCU movies is The Winter Soldier, which is just about one of the most grounded movies, grounded like approachable sort of entry level. Uh, movies out there in the MCU as as a movie that almost anyone could just watch and just get the whole kind of gist of it. Right, yeah. Um, or at the very least with like one movie proceeding, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know, again, again like that, I still consider that one of my favorite, even you know, all these years later. But again, it does, it's just hard to compare them. I don't know how I would rank them against each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I just had this thought and I'm thinking about this while. I think we're getting to a point in the MCU where you almost kind of just got to separate them been like these are all the solo movies and these rank this way and yeah. these are all the like event team up movies and they rank this way because like mm-hmm. you can't compare like you said both Infinity War and Winter Soldier are very good films and solid movies yeah but one is more than the other like one yeah. is like you said a culmination and the other is just like the second Captain America movie it's right. still very good yeah but to compare it to the juggernauts that are this movie right. Endgame fucking whatever the next Avengers movie is, maybe Secret Invasion, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Like, these movies that are coming up, Thor 4, like, they're just gonna start being more, like, more more uh, dots are gonna connect in. Like, and again, depending on what you're looking for, that could be a strength or a weakness, I guess, right? Yeah. And both are fair, I think. I think it's perfectly reasonable to not be as plugged in as we are and be like, well, this is a bit too much. Like, uh, that's, that's a, if you dis- don't like that, mm-hmm. that's reasonable, because, like, if you're not a dumb nerd like us, it's a lot to... Handle. Yeah. If you got a life, we don't have lives, so we can just watch this bullshit and talk about it. As we talked about, it only as we talked about last week, couple weeks or whatever it was, it only really works because it's been long enough since those movies, right? Yeah. If those movies were still if those universes were like going concurrently with this one, imagine if they like had been released in the same kind of ten year span and it wasn't like in sequence like it is. It wouldn't have been an, as impactful. It really wouldn't have. Because yeah, we would we would have been like, Well, I saw Andrew Garfield with Spider Man in 2019 when in spider-man 3 and he fought hydro man yeah so yeah it, it, it's only a lot of it comes from this idea that like oh it's he you know Tommy o'guire hasn't been spider-man for whatever it is 15 years like andrew Garfield has been spider-man for seven years it yeah i don't know it, it's just hard to hard to wrap your head around you can't you can't say it just as like a good movie to watch alone because a lot of the enjoyment of it derives from that again it does a half decent job at, at keeping you like vaguely appraised of the situation but the big enjoyment, the reason that people are like ecstatic about this movie, that they're they're freaking out, that that people are placing it so highly, is because it means a lot to them as a culmination of this. People who are like you know, literally could be in their thirties, forties now, right? Who watched those initial Spider-Man movies when they were coming out as kids, right? And now they have kids to take them to. It's kind of like the Star Wars thing, almost, right? These are these are like generations of people who can be like, whoa, Andrew Garfield, he's my favorite. Now he's in this too. Like, so it only works as a result of that. Anyone else would just, I'm sure they would enjoy it, but it, you, so much of it comes from that. And it's the same as Endgame, right? Yeah. Like, like we said, literally like we said last week, mm-hmm. this movie only hits as hard literally right now. It'll never be any year, like maybe the next, maybe five years. But after like 10 years, when another whole generation of children or people get into these movies, when we're on phase 12 or whatever the fuck, and we're pulling, I don't know, what's the, what's the, what's the big deal as Marvel character you like? <laughs> Hawkeye. Um, they've done a lot of them. Oh, oh, uh, Matt. Um, 
Jamie Murdoch's or uh, Madrox, the multiple man. Yes, him. Once he's got his own movie and spinoff show, or be pretty good. They could do a good show. They could do X Files where he's like a detective. That's true. That or X Factor. Cool. Sorry, X Files is yeah. that's he's that, like a detective. That's pretty, pretty good. good. He's solving like mutant crimes. It's like pretty oh. good detective. He has to talk a man off jumping. Pretty good. He's a good character, man. He's got some stuff going on. Tell you what. Too bad he's D-list. Oh, he's at least D-list. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Well, let's. We'll probably. Well, actually, I wanted to say a couple more things. Thing. Okay. I wanted to say. I we kind of touched on where I said I like the plot, but I just wanted to say this whole plot of like the imp- the moral implications of doing it and sending it back and all that and and him wrestling with that. That is a plot that you can only do in like a sci-fi movie, right? Right. Yeah. This idea of like if we send them back to their timeline, but they die, is that is that right? Because they were they going to die anyways? Is, is it our place to decide? That's that's the type of thing you can only do in a sci-fi world like this. And that is why these MCU movies can be good and can actually tell some some worthwhile stories. What I'm saying is, screw you. What's his name? James Cameron. Martin James Scorsese, Cameron. Martin Scorsese. Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. All of them. Like, if you're going to look at me and say, oh, you tell nothing about the human experience. This is a, a story that you a uniquely like human experience. A uniquely human, like, moral like Dilemma. dilemma. That you can only tell in the context of a weird, goofy comic book world. And that's why these movies are cool and valid. Like, I don't... Right? No, I agree. Does that 100%, 100%. I mean... I don't get... Yeah. I just don't get... I think it's just people not watching. And that's fine. Whatever. Say what you want, you old man. But... Maybe it doesn't suit anyway. Yeah. You can't actually... If you really think about it for a second, you're like, well, this is an interesting, like, moral... Like, like I said, it's a moral dilemma. And it's... Because they're, you know, they're going back and forth, right? And I'm... I went back and forth as we were watching now. I'm like... Like, is it important that he saved them? Like, do I care? Like, do I care if the Green Goblin just dies? I don't know. And, like, when he was mad about his aunt, and he was like, it's not my problem. Like, I tried, and we fucked up, and literally my aunt is dead. I'm just gonna send him back. Like, it's not my problem. I'm sorry you guys got dragged into this, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna push the button, and we're just gonna finish. It, it's just gotta be done. I was kind of like, he's not wrong. Like, I don't think that's an incredibly evil thing yeah, to do or thing to think. Like, he's just like, I pay, he paid a price. Like, like Goblin says... No good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. He thought he was doing all this good, and he just made everything worse. So, I don't think... And I think that's... I just think that's cool. And, like, again, it only works as a sci-fi thing. So, to act like sci-fi and... and fantasy. Fantasy and, and comic book stuff can... You know, it's only just about the flash and the punching. I don't think it's fair. I agree. I just wanted to say, as we were going off... Again, we talked about it because of the whole, like, um, one more day thing. But, like, what do we what do we think's in the future here for Tom Holland Spider-Man? That's a very good question. Because, as I we don't said, know. I think what's going to come, Crackpot Theory here, I think he's going to team up with Daredevil. <laughs> I think his next yeah. movie, he's going to like team up with them. I they're, like that. They're going to do the Daredevil Spider Man friendship. I think they can. Because he's, he's grounded. <laughs> yeah, he's grounded again. Like he's, he's away from Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange doesn't know him. Again, he's away from everything. Like, he is not an Avenger anymore. Like, again, we No one knows us. he's an Avenger. I, again, this is another thing where, like, the implications of this are almost hard to wrap your head around because it's like, for all intents and purposes, does he even exist? Like, if the whole world forgot who he was, quote unquote, is he even like a person anymore? Like, does he, have a he doesn't know. Any- yeah, does he have a social security number? We saw a point out to you. We both saw right when he's moving into his apartment. There, he has a like a GED study guide. He has to like get a GED. Like they don't they don't know him what as he, a person who graduated high school. What do you need a study guide though? He's well, you would think he shouldn't. He was he was. <laughs> Like, on track to get into MIT, he probably could just take it, I would bet. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't know what that's... I've never taken a GET, so... Yeah. GED, so... Yeah, maybe it's hard. I mean, it's hard, know. but... No, obviously, no offense to people who take I GED. think it was mostly just to 
visual shorthand, right? Yeah, yeah. Showed that he's trying to get his life together. Um, I assume that we can just kind of chalk that up to magic. Like, I assume Doctor Strange went, well, I can't make him not exist legally. Right. But he probably just has, like, he's just Peter Parker and nobody remembers who he is. He's just, like, a person. And everyone just thinks he's a Maybe stranger. he still has an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just goes down to the DMV and they're like, hmm, I didn't, I didn't remember you until now. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um... Quite a weird fellow. But yeah, like, it's, it's again, it's very cool. And I, and I think it will make a lot of people happy because it really did, like, he's he is firmly back into having his identity and having all this. And, like, again, this happened in the comments. When he did No More Day, or One More Day. No More, it, One Day Home. <laughs> is it One More Day? No, I, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was, like, even the Avengers are like, who are you? Like, why won't you tell us who you are? And he's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Can't I'm, tell you. I'd rather not. I promised Satan I wouldn't. I, I'd prefer that I not. Um, And that went on for years. So, like. I do kind of like that, that he's got to get reintroduced to everybody. And in some ways, it is kind of tough because it sort of like has removed a lot of relationship. Like Doctor Strange, right? That is kind of sucky that they got to start from square one next time they see each other, if or when. And and I wonder if like if he'll hit a point where as he meets people, they just remember. Like Mm -hmm. if there won't be some clause, because I'm like, sometimes Amnesia Magic has that thing in story where like if he... You can, if he can trigger something uh-huh. in their brain that still exists, it'll be like, oh, I remember you. You're, I remember you, Peter. So I think they'll probably do, and here's my little theory for it, they'll do at least one of his new trilogy is going to be him, like, nobody knows who he is. He's just going to yeah. be Spider-Man, blue and, like, blue and red suit, running around. Maybe he's, first, maybe he's Again, playing around Daredevil. That suit is sweet, man. It's a great suit. Really, it is. It looks it looked really nice. It looks and it looks like a, just a really basic, and again, I can kind of, I can dig it. Again, I was never the guy who was like, he's too techie, he's too this, he's too that. Because again, it's different, right? You may as well do something different for the MCU version. But at the same time, I was like, that's a nice class, just a clean looking suit that he made in his in his yeah. apartment with his sewing machine. Yeah, and I, and I think that either at the end of his first movie or like, it'll be the plot of his first movie or in, at least into his second movie, like, people are, someone is going to start remembering who he is. Like, maybe not Doctor Strange. I don't think, I don't think Spider-Man's going to show up for a while. Like, I think he's kind of, they're going to, like, kind of Yeah, it could be away. a while before he comes into anything, really. Yeah, cause, I mean, he's kind of, he's got the streamer movies, but I think, like, they're going to do all their Phase 4 movies, and then Phase 5, he might come back. Or he you might be in know. Secret Invasion. He might be in one of those, like, you know, secret slots. They do that true. sometimes, like, you know, especially because they just recently either came to that agreement or revealed that agreement and all. So they might be like, yeah, by the way, one of Spider-Man 4, I guess, Spider-Man Homecoming 4 is going to be in <laughs> one of these slots. Spider-Man can't find his home. Yeah. Lost his so do you key. think he's going to he's gonna sync up with like MJ and Ned again? Because I, I kind of had that thought and I was like, they're going they're going to go to Boston. So like maybe that's that really is it, when he's like, all right, actually, I'm just going to leave him be. Maybe he really just will. Yeah, I I do think Ned will fall into Doctor Strange a little bit. I think he's got to because like, yeah, he's got magic. Be. He uses sling. Because like you said, the whole like, oh, maybe they'll remember thing. It kind of seemed like that was somewhat at play. Sorry. In the um, scene with MJ there, right? Yeah. Because if not, I feel like she would have been way more weirded out. Well, right? skeezed out. He's like, you're just staring at me, man. Right? She kind of seemed to also be like, oh, who, who is this guy? Do I, do I know you from somewhere? Much like uh, much like Dalinar, when he goes to the, what's his, what's her face? The lady with the witch magic. Right. He's, he's like, I can't, he can't, he's like, something's missing, but I don't know what yeah. it, what's missing. You can't remember what. What you lost. Because that's what I'm losing. Is. Anything more to say? Um, I think it probably no. It's, uh, it's just just kind of that. Like, yes, yeah. coming up for him. It it really is. I I was saying like the one that hit me pretty hard was Happy. I told you. Oh yeah. Pop, but like yeah, 
I somehow we within the span of like the two minutes, I just kind of forgotten again. So when they're standing at the grave and Happy walks up, I'm like, ah, it's nice, nice, true stalwart Happy. He's gonna be good old John Fevro. Gonna be a nice guiding, comforting hand for our boy here. But then I was like, of course he didn't remember. I was like, oh god, oh, god. they even took Happy away. No, and like that was a, that was a really nice moment as well. Again, that's a nice little human moment of like when he's like, yeah, it's tough, man. I you know when when someone like this goes, you wonder. Did everything they stood for go as well? And Spider-Man's like, nah, nah, they're still there, man. Everyone they helped is going to carry that on. That's a nice little message too. Yeah, it's a it's a very classic Spider-Man message. See, I don't I don't know, man. I I think there's like a non-zero chance they might just not have Ned and MJ in the next one. Maybe you said, like you said, maybe maybe it'll get fixed, right? Maybe they'll like they'll have one movie of him being real sad about it, and then they'll kind of they they'll somehow hand wave it away. Like, uh, it's over. But yeah, it's pretty, it's tough. Again, it's cool in the sense of, like, a lot of people are going to be happy that he's he's poor, and he has no connections, and he's... Making suits on uh, his he's own. He's making suits, and he's on the streets, and he's just being a Spider-Man. Um, no, no Avengers are going to be calling him for help, are they? Because, no. you know, um, Far From Home almost kind of set up, like, he's one of the dudes, like... It Nick Fury was like, "All right, I got no one else. You're my, you're on the team, I man." It seemed to almost set him up as going forward as like one of the main, like one of the heads, right? Because the they're hitters. like, you, like the, you know, like everyone complained about the heir to Iron Man, right? And he's obviously not that anymore. So it'll be, you might curious to see what kind of villains do you think they could do. Um, they've really when you when you look across them, they've done a good handful of the villains. Between, the, I mean, they've done the big ones. They really kind of have. They've done a, have they done everyone from the Sinister Six? They've done Craven the Hunter. It's the last oh, one they haven't done. That could be good, man. Because they got everybody. It's like a solid. Because again, saying it to death, but because he really is like back to basics. A Craven the Hunter movie could work where they do like a Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah. Um. Because. In the bathtub. <laughs> yep. Um. Because you can't. Again, it, it's you kind of have to spare disbelief, but still, you know, techie drone army Peter Parker would not be threatened much by a man, a crazy man with a spear. No, no. But. This guy would be. No social security Peter Parker definitely would. Right, yeah. Again, it's like... I mean, they kind of got They could also just do Kingpin. Yeah, they could just do Kingpin. Kingpin is a big play. Uh, I'm trying to think. Hydro Man, but I don't know if he's that big. Well, he's kind of in No Way Home, or Far From Home. Oh, yeah, I guess he is. You're right, because of Mysterio. That's what they called him in, like, well, (laughs) in the legacy. (laughs) It's Hydro Man. I'm trying to think of his other villains. I don't know. Uh, Chameleon? Oh, yeah, Chameleon. Not... Not Scorpion, but Chameleon. Yeah, I mean Scorpion. He's the, he. We've seen him, but he's not actually been a dude. No, he's in prison already. Yeah, so could be him. Um, I guess the implication there is that Spider-Man locked him up prior to the, just off screen at some point. Prowler, I think. Yeah, you probably they probably wouldn't want to want to do Prowler again though, because they already did him. <laughs> again, when you look at all five of their seven of these movies now, they've done a lot of them. Yeah, they kind of hit all the big ones. When you really, you know, yeah. Kind of like Batman. Like, Batman's done a lot of the movies. or a lot of the villains in the movies at this point. Hobgoblin. I mean, yeah, I was just going to say, you could do the Goblin variants. <laughs> yeah, Hobgoblin. the hundreds. Okay, literally all the top ones are just all people that are already in the MCU. Yeah, so. Or the other ones. Either the MCU or the Raimi movies or the amazing movies. Even, uh, shit, uh, like Shocker. Shocker is a side little villain in Homecoming, so. Yeah, I like Craven the Hunter. People have been hyping it up. I I enjoy Craven's Last Hunt. It's weird and kind of trippy and, and of the era, but I think it's interesting. And uh, again, you could do it now in a way that you probably couldn't do it before when he was an Avenger. <laughs> right, right, yeah. If he just can just call 
Captain America Sam Wilson album. I guess that's a, a problem always and forever with comic universes like this is, you know, as we've said verbatim and people have been saying for literally years, like, well, what, what's the point of a Spider-Man solo movie when he could just call Iron Man? What's the point of a Captain America movie when he could just call the rest of the Avengers? Because that always kind of applies. Yeah. Why did, how come in Iron Man 3 he never called Thor? I don't know. Help him out because Thor's busy, man. He probably was doing something. Who knows? I'm excited though. I really, again, as as bittersweet as it is, I do think it probably was a good direction for the character going forward here, and I'm I am very excited for his his trilogy. I am as well. His second trilogy. And as we talked about the other week, even though he made that little comment of like, "Oh, I don't want to be Spider Man when I'm 30," again, clearly a a a poor misdirect at this point. (laughs) Uh, I actually do think that could be interesting. Is again. If he sticks through for these three movies here, or even four, because he's still got that other side movie, movie that he's steel. supposed to be in, he will by far be the longest tenured, tenured Spider-Man. Tenured yeah. Spider-Man, and he will be older. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Tobey Maguire was old, so <laughs> but he will certainly, in universe, quote unquote, be the oldest Spider-Man. And I think they could, if they want to do, they could actually do stuff with that too, because as we've talked about on here, I think some people have this perception of like Spider-Man, he's a teenager. But again, in the comics, he hasn't been a teenager for decades. Right, of course. So it, a lot of the most like interesting stuff about him has happened since then. So he doesn't need to be a high, plucky high school student forever. We can actually move on and, and tell stories that are not about that. So Most definitely. All right. Probably done it. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah, a good hour 20 on that. Much it was a big lo- movie. Big movie. It was a big movie. A lot of implications. If we had, if we had the show going when Endgame came out. Oh my god! Could have easily been that long. <laughs> oh, easily, probably even longer. All right. Um, so right into a next Marvel thing, Hawkeye. Hawkeye episode five, which had some interesting tie-ins to this. It did some a lot of like kind of back and forth. I would say no. surprisingly, one that I got spoiled in the ending because I'm dumb. Hawkeye. Yeah, you remember, you remember that? Oh, you were there yeah, when yeah. I got spoiled. You just, you just I clicked on a post on Instagram that said Hawk. I literally had a picture of Clint Barton and said spoiler, and I went, "This can't possibly be for me." And I flipped and I went, "Oh." Damn it! God damn it! I hate my life. And I, but I mean, it's come on. I, mean, right? he, I knew he was gonna be in it. At this point, I would be like, I would really just be furious if it ended up being anything other than Kingpin. Like, oh, how yeah. dumb would that have been if they were like, "We got you, all oh, you." It's dumb Hammerhead. Guns. It was Hammerhead <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, that would have been terrible. So yeah, I like that's Kingpin. He didn't look like a unit. He was through a fridge. I thought we were gonna see Unit Kingpin. Just like, <laughs> come on. It's just Vincent D'Onofrio. Come on, He's Spider-Man. a big dude. No, I heard they were going to put him in a flat suit and CGI him to look huge. No, you didn't. I saw it on Instagram. Why would they do that? To make him look imposing. Are you serious? They Someone said they would do that? Yeah. Like, look like a not normal man. Look like a giant. <laughs> like a humongous <laughs> hulking man. Why? I don't know. It he, just doesn't work. He's like, you're going to love live action, I don't think. No. It, it works see, much better in the when his head comes out of the middle it's of the delightful. <laughs> it's delightful in Spider-Verse because it's just... It's so ridiculous. It's Yeah, it's they they take the comic version and turn that up to 11 because he, <laughs> he doesn't look like that. Yeah, his head's not coming out of his torso in the oh comics. Gosh. The, the family photo where like, <laughs> he's the whole frame and then he's, he's like wife and kid are just in front of him. It's great. But you can't do that. So We got no. that version, so I'm content to have Vincent Narfu. Old- and Vincent Narfu is great. Yeah. Again... You've never seen Daredevil because you nope. hate enjoying things, but it's classically. I don't like. I don't like joy. <laughs> I'm I'm really against it. But he's great in that. Very menacing. There's that famous scene where he slams a man's head in a car door until it's mush. Oh Jesus! As punished, yeah, because he the guy fails him. So good on him. Hopefully they keep some of that energy. Probably not full on. I mean, I don't know if you can be doing that in the MCU, but I mean, maybe. Who knows? 
He could be like just smushing people. I bet he could be choking people to death. Probably doing his big he old, like he like smash like crack him. His all. big old pound thing. <laughs> do big old two armed pound again like, though. He's not. Spider-Man. He can't do that because he's not like a comic book strong person. Yeah, he can be like a very strong tough dude for like real life, but he can't be like breaking. Concrete. He can't be like the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. But that was the big. Well, I guess I just wanted to say because I only realized it after doing a little bit of research when Yelena says. That she wants to see the new and improved Statue of Liberty. That's somehow like a reference to No Way Home, which is very interesting because makes me, it just made me made me think. Like that literally came out before No Way Home, I guess, or I guess depending same day, quote unquote. But it's just kind of interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. and I'm 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 sure you could track it. I'm not going to bother, but because of like when these things were initially meant to come out, all relative to each other, right? Yeah. We so I think probably initially. No Way Home was meant to be out well before, like a year before, almost maybe months before, easily. I don't know. Hawkeye's Christmas, right? So, like, was there ever a point where this Hawkeye show wasn't going to come out this Christmas? Was it initially last Christmas? Hold on. No Way Home was also last Christmas at, at one point. So, you know what I mean? Though, it's just curious. It's just kind of fun. I like stuff like that. It reminds me of when the same week that Rise of Skywalker came out. They had the man, the episode of Mandalorian. Okay, season. so it says here that no, this was, Hawkeye was supposed to come out in the fall. Fall 2021, it says. And the, so it was always this And the year. Phase 4 movie lineup. Spider-Man isn't even on this original Phase 4 lineup. Scott Black But Widow. it was supposed to be last year. Yes. Okay, Eternals so was supposed to be come out before Shang-Chi. It should. It was supposed to be like months. It, sh- it was not meant to be like that breaking of a of a reference. Yeah. So it's just a coincidence that it way everything shook out. But it's pretty fun. I will oh, say, yeah. I asked you, and you we couldn't find it. And then I went on the, the wiki page for it. There is no reason that they're reconstructing the they're <laughs> Statue of Liberty. They're just doing it for fun, I guess. Which, I, at first, I was like, is that necessary to put in your movie? But then I was like, nah, that's a pretty fun comic-y thing. That's what yeah. they do. They love, I, don't, I don't care. They love changing money. I'm sure there's some people who are like, oh, they're going to they're gonna change the Statue of Liberty for their superhero movie. But I think it's It's cringe. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, I agree. It definitely is. I like this episode. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. I liked um the, the Yolanda... Kate Bishop kind of dynamic they're building up. Really good. Very good. I like when she's in her house and she's like, I made mac and cheese, Kate Bishop. She, her accent, really strong. Very in strong in this. Yeah, we said it literally might be stronger than it was in Black Widow. In the film, yeah. Yeah, when we saw Black Widow, we talked about how she was one of her favorite parts of it. And now she's, and she's, this, she's up to her regular antics. She's, right. she's unchanged. I was kind of, because the end of Black Widow seems to imply that she's on like a warpath. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That she was going to be a little less jovial and, and not as funny because she was, like, quite funny in uh, Black Widow there. But that was not the case, fortunately. She's, she's still chipper about it when she needs to be. She's also pretty grim, right, when she needs to be, which I think is appropriate for a Black Widow. Yeah. She's got kind of a warped sense of humor. I love, 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 love getting the, you know, the backstory for every, you know, they've been doing it a lot in the past couple of years is what did, what happened to her during the blip? That was very Solid interesting. Yeah. I really liked how they did the transition. That was how, cool. like she dissolved and then came back she dissolved because from her perspective it was just instant, right? Yeah, which is cool because we haven't. I guess we saw that for uh, Monica. Monica, Rainbow. yeah, yeah. We see her when she comes back. We don't see the before. right. I don't think you see. Yeah, exactly. We don't see her close her eyes and turn into dust and wake up. We just see her waking up from being turned to dust. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm glad they're still doing the snap like we were talking about. Right, because it happens while she's asleep. Right, mm-hmm. right. This is, I think, the first time we've seen it where a waking person would just like, Ooh, ah. oh, what happened? Whoa. Hey. And, and like it all, all like the effect of all the, yeah. the color of the walls. Like, yeah. That really cool. 
I like that that's what she was up to. I guess we knew that from Black Widow, but there's confirmation that she was just going around fixing all the Black Widows. It's cool. Um, they're just sweet and badass. I do think it's a bit of a regression for her character, but I think they're going to address this, that she just went back to killing for money. <laughs> yeah. And her one friend is like, what do you mean? I'm rich because I kill people for money. You should do it too now. And then I guess she just has because she's killing Hawkeye for money. <laughs> yeah, because Madam Hydra told her, hey, come yeah. here. I... I hope they resolve that. I mean, I'm sure they will. I guess I was so, but like, it just—it's not super compelling from a viewer's perspective because we know, obviously, Hawkeye did not kill her sister. So the her being like, "I'm gonna get him because he killed my sister." You don't get, you don't know him. He's not a hero, but like, he is just a hero. He is a hero. I like. <laughs> I mean, he did kill a lot of people, but he's—he's he's a good person. Yeah, I don't know. We—we we know, right? It's one of those things where it's like, as the audience, we just know. Yeah, yes, Kate Bishop doesn't know, but. We've seen a bunch of movies with Hawkeye, okay, so, so we know. We were there. Yeah. And so. one, one, one little, little nitpick I have with the scene, we'll go back to the Yolanda and Kipership scene in a second here, but when Hawkeye goes up to that monument of the of, uh, Invasion of New York, and it says all their names, it does not, it says Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, Thornton, da, da, da. It doesn't, I don't know why they don't call him Anthony Stark, and I don't know why they don't call Steve Rogers Captain Steve Rogers, because he holds a rank. Like, he is Captain America. <laughs> so why isn't it Captain I, Steve Rogers? I can't lie, Jack didn't stand out to me. That oh, is so a matter you, of so contention. You, so okay, you don't listen. care about Valor. So this is a matter of contention, Jack, because in the comics, Captain America never actually held the rank of captain. He was not an officer. He was a corporal when he died or went under. Um, and it's a matter of contention in the MCU because we really don't know. He seems to complete like a relatively rudimentary basic training course, which That's should true. not award him the rank of captain. Oh, you don't just get now, captain on random. Now, during World War II, this was a thing. Like, battlefield promotions were, well, uh, obviously more come they are now. Basically, World War II was the last time we ever did battlefield promotions on any significant way, right? Because people were dying a lot more. It was it's a rough war. So, you know, it's not. it would not be unheard of that they're just, they just give him that rank. He was educated, I suppose, right? So yeah, that helped, that makes you so. an officer, right? Like, that that's how it was back in the day kind of deal is if you were enlisted or drafted and you had a degree they would just be like do you want to be an officer and you could i don't know there's just not enough data i've looked into this before is what i'm saying Jack. <laughs> there's just not enough information to support it to support whether or not captain rogers in the mcu is actually a captain within the ranks of a the commissioned united states army captain it's just not clear i think it's safe to say because everyone does refer to him as such and again they it's one of those things where like they probably could have just pulled strings and made him that if they wanted yeah, it's, ca- it's literally Captain you America. You can kind of push standard protocol aside. So, if that is the case, it does seem a tad disrespectful they did not give him this honorific there. I'm yeah, glad you agree. Yeah. I Again, I did not notice, but now that you said I'm I'm white hot with rage. Thank God. <laughs> Love validation. But anyway, back to the Yolanda <laughs> K. Bishop thing. I, I really like how they're setting up the relationship. Obviously, we mentioned the show. Um, they're probably going with the new Hawkeye Black Widow thing because as we mentioned, Black Widow was gone, and this might mm-hmm. be Jeremy Renner's kind of last one of his last appearances as Hawkeye. So they're kind of setting up their own thing. Young Avengers, I, baby! I liked when Kate Bishop was like, "Are you saying my entire name just because you can?" She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm no, definitely." Like, or when, or when she's like, "I de- yeah, that was really big. I wish you wouldn't do that." I'm, <laughs> I take, I'm taking five back attack points away from you oh, for this no. episode, and it's one strike. No. Yeah, gotta keep yourself in line there, and that like. She's like, I could have. I was gonna shoot you in the face with that arrow. She's like, ah, ah, that's a good one. That's the funniest one yet, Kate Bishop. Because <laughs> again, very funny, which I appreciate that they kept 
Yeah. She she really is like as we talked about when we again in our Black Widow episode. She was responsible for some uh the, probably the most laugh out loud moments of anyone. So I'm glad it was maintained because I really yeah I was laughing at this very fun again. I do also like though that she did kind of she could go grim on a dime. She's like yes, Kate Bishop, you you go to this school and you have your mother. I know where she lives. Yeah, no? yes, no, I know your full name. I do. I I could kill you. If I wanted you, you would have been that instant you open door. And she's like, yeah. Even K. Bishop's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you want to be dead, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I probably want to walk in there. She goes, no, no, you'd be dead as soon as you open that door. Yeah. Which I think is fair because K. Bishop, as good as she is, she's, she is pretty new to this. She was never and, trained. She wasn't taken as a girl and trained yeah, by the Russians. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you only know she's, it's a she'd black a, widow assassin. She had a lovely, loving family and a mother. Well, maybe. Probably one of the deadliest women on earth. So. Yeah, literally. Um. I don't know. This is great. Still in the dog. Grills, name the freaking dog. Grill says. I, I think he's got the name. He's like, I got a name for your dog. I'm like, okay. He's never. Is it Arrow or Lucky? Pick one. It's definitely got. I mean, like, it's Lucky. The the marketing for it has confirmed his name's Lucky. Oh, the one I just. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's a, you can buy It'll Lucky, pro- you, know, you can buy Lucky the Pizza Dog merch already. So. I, I, I still feed him pizza though. Stop feeding that dog Stop pizza. <laughs> feed that dog pizza, man. Feed him dog food. Or you can just give him dog food. <laughs> you can go buy dog food. It's not expensive. Really? It's very cheap. It's probably... No, it's def- It's certainly cheaper than feeding him pizza. Yeah, just don't stop feeding that dog pizza. <laughs> um, We what talked else? about off-show there, but so my initial hunch was correct. Jack was not the villain. That was a little too easy. So it came all full circle, and her mom is just the villain, I guess. So yeah. that should be interesting. Um, I, I said to you, um... Curious to see what her her uh you know her villain monologue is, what her justification for all this is. Yeah, there's, I feel like there's gonna be a lot to squeeze in this last episode. Now that I feel like Kingpin should have been revealed episode four, maybe I don't know. I'm interested to see what she has to say to be like, Kate, I you became a supervillain because your dad died. You know, <laughs> Kate's like, the yeah, world had to be fixed. L, <laughs> she'd be like, I don't. Why though? Why, mom? Mom, he's why? literally the Kingpin. Look at him. Look at him. He's Vincent D'Onofrio. He's like, what are you talking about? I saw the um the director, maybe, showrunner, maybe, for Hawkeye, said that next week we'll confirm whether or not the Netflix stuff is canon. Probably not, though. Probably not canon. I reckon the reason he said that is because it's going to be some kind of, like, adaptation of it, right? Okay, yeah. Is that they're going to kind of, like, backfill a little bit of lore, which will probably line up mostly with the Netflix stuff, maybe. Because they got to explain, basically, like... That Kingpin is this established, and they, which they've already kind of done though. But like that Kingpin is this established guy, and, and what he's about, and what what he's been doing, kind of deal. And right, yeah, yeah. maybe Daredevil, maybe just maybe fingers crossed. Um, yeah, that seems like a lot. I don't know though. Like, does it? Does it? I guess because they still because Yolanda's still there, and so is Maya. Maya, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I, I guess you're kind of right. Like, I don't know how they juggle all those, and also just be. And I'm Daredevil. I'm here to beat up Kingpin too, because he's he's my villain. Kinda. He's my villain. No offense. I know you just saw me in Spider-Man, and I cut a brick, and I said I'm a really good lawyer. Again, good scene. Loved it. That's nonsensical, right? Can you imagine if you didn't know who that was, and you're just like, okay, his lawyer. His lawyer's blind. That's lawyers can be blind. I'm sorry, not. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a relatively progressive modern man. I don't mind. He got a he's got a brick. And then he catches a brick, and he's like, well, I'm just a good lawyer. And you're like, okay, am I meant to know something from that? Okay, they'll probably dress it later. Never come. Never, <laughs> never shows up again. Yeah. Hold on. Wait till She-Hulk, I guess. Wait, yeah, loser. <laughs> he just looked at the camera and went, wait till She-Hulk and just flips off everybody. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. You should see in She-Hulk, Spider-Man, and then ran <laughs> up the building. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's very strange. That's his That's his entry into the MCU. Is he catches a brick. brick. He just it's... catches a brick and leaves. 
Never see him. And again. they all clearly know him because they go, they call him Matt. They don't call him like Mr. Murdoch. They just say Matt again. I, and they, eh, well, not to not to delve back into Spider Man. Well, like, let's just stay on track. Let's, let's, we can delve into Spider Man next week because we do reactions. He's just, it's like, is he rich or not? Does he have the Stark money or not? Why would he need Matt Murdoch? Matt Murdoch's great and all. Get a real lawyer, like a <laughs> like a fancy firm, right? Look at the blind guy. I mean, no offense, but like he's he's always has this little like ramshackle operation. Go hire like a really expensive New York. Yeah, like, it's lawyer. New York. They're they're <laughs> typically ruthless people. Or whatever. Um. So the Maya stuff in this episode, I will say. So I liked her dueling down with Ronan and him just being like, "Hey, it's me. It, it was me. I don't know. You didn't see it, but I, I, I was Ronan. Didn't Come figure on. it out. Come on. Um, he's my friend. Come on, Maya. Maya. You kidding? All right, I was there because someone had told me. All right, someone tipped me off. I did murder your dad. All right, listen, your dad was a criminal. Somebody, Kingpin wanted him dead. All right, I'm not going to apologize too much. He was literally a criminal. You're a criminal. We're all, come on. Come on. You kill people. I kill people. (laughs) What are we doing here? Yeah, I I beat you in this fight. So what, are you going to chase me down and try to beat me up? No, I win. I, I beat you. If you come after me again, I'll kill you. Don't ever I've come got, my I've family. got, I've got a sidekick now. We'll, we'll double team. I got a pizza dog. I keep feeding him pizza. That dog's gonna die so soon. I. That being said, we don't have much more of Maya to go here. We have one more episode of development, and then presumably the next time we'll see her is Echo. Is her solo show, and I'm not gonna lie, Jack. This show has not done a ton to like really sell me on an Echo solo show. Yeah, personally. I gotta agree. And it's because they haven't done enough with her other than I'm mad at Hawkeye and Ronan, whatever. I'm real angry. I want to kill Ronan. That's not compelling to me because I like Ronan and I don't I don't want her to win or anything. So it's like, what is she about? Like They, they have kind of started her descent because when she's talking to guys, she's like, why aren't you at that meeting mm-hmm. when my father died? And he goes, what? I was, I you think that guy's bad or you think, he, think he's genuine? No, I think he definitely tipped Hawkeye off. Yeah, you think so? I think he definitely is the reason how Mal is dead. I think he seemed fine. He seemed like an okay dude. I'm kind of hoping he's just like, they really just didn't tell me. I was home. I was asleep. I, I, yeah, I was in bed, man. I mean, come on. Got to take that, take them Z's when you can get them, you know? <laughs> and I'm going to work. Attracts the boys. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess I don't care one way or the other that much. But it'd be fun if he was in that show. If he was like his side, if she was, sorry, he was her sidekick in her show there coming up. Or like a side character, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it does seem like she's going to, that's going to come to a head. And she's going to be like, I don't like you, Kingpin. I'm switching sides, like he's, in the comics. And he's going to go, I'm Vincent D'Onofrio. I do not care. <laughs> I'm going to bash your head in. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Spider-Man. Got this cane with a big ruby on the end, and I'm going to smack you with it. <laughs> like a pimp. Um, that's what he's got. He's got a big old pimp cane. Does he really? <laughs> oh, you never I, seen this no, pimp I've, cane? No, I've never seen the pimp cane. Old pimp cane sometimes. So, yeah. It kind of feels like the head we're coming to is um, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Yolanda, and Maya just just beat up Kingpin and <laughs> Kate's mom. <laughs> like they're all going to team up by the end of this, right? Yeah, of course. And <laughs> maybe Maya just leave. Yeah, that probably that probably works. Just so as then, well. just, so then, just three on two. That is more even. It's the, then there's one and a half people per. One, everyone else. Like I said, I'm interested to see the mom justification. Her little, like I said, her, her villain monologue. That Which she is will... like, I just want money. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be super compelling. But no, that's true. It's fine. Like I said to you, it's weird. Because, I mean, at the same time, though, it's it's um pretty on brand for like a young adult slash teenage superhero. To hate their parents. Where your parent's just the villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get your Invincibles, your your Runaways, your Cassandra Canes. You're the boys. You're uh, not really. <laughs> There was a book series I read where a kid's a kid of superhero world, and his parents were villains, and he becomes a hero. 
Dude, Sky High, maybe? No, not Sky High. Nope, not Sky <laughs> Kurt Russell is a hero in that movie. Um, Your Huntress, right? Or no, spoiler. Which one's Huntress? Which one's spoiler? I get them mixed up. There's too many of them. Too many. No, Huntress is Batman's daughter from another universe. Spoilers. No, she's not. Brown. Are you serious? Which yeah. one's Cassandra Cain? That one's Orphan. Oh. She's the one who can't yeah, she's speak, Orphan, right? and then she's Batgirl. She's just Batgirl. They're all Batgirl. There's Batgirl. So who's Huntress? I believe Huntress is Selina, whatever her name is, and Bruce Wayne's daughter from another universe. No way. Where in which her her mother dies, and Batman's like, I can't be Batman anymore. My my wife died. And so she's real, he's real sad, so she becomes Huntress. Nobody so her parents that. aren't the villain. No. I, I think of what I'm thinking of here. I think what I'm thinking of. Can't think of Birds of Prey version of Huntress. That very well might be Where her parents are villains, and she's like, she's, but she's, uh, whatever, not important. So, yeah, be pretty good if she just locks up her mom at the end. It's like, see you, mom. See you, mom. I'm Hawkeye now. I live alone. I don't know what she's going to do. Where, where's Kate Bishop going after this? Maybe her and Yolanda will live together. Just have fun. Just do a team up. Do a team up. I think that could work, actually. But like, what kind of, you got to I mean, like, what kind of scope of villains can Kate Bishop take on on her own? Not Kingpin. Because even Hawkeye, we've not seen in the MCU other than as a member of the Avengers, right? That's very true. Except for this show, right? So it's like, what is she? Young Avengers, probably. Presumably. Presumably. <laughs> Any luck. And maybe Secret Invasion. And maybe even just Arrow and Midnight in the Sun. Nah, probably not. That'd be weird. Ah, yeah. Put Kate Bishop in the Midnight Suns. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny. No, it probably could. If Moon Knight was like, hey, you could do some comedy. She'd be like, what's happening? Who are you guys? You guys are insane. You, Black Knight? And you, Blade? <laughs> and you, Moon Knight? Too many Doctor nights. Strange, perhaps? A bit much for Doctor Strange in there. He's always in the Midnight Suns. Is he really? Yeah. What about, he's, the, he's, he's the one. I mean, you've got to have anyone. What about Doctor Voodoo? Brother Voodoo? Well, it depends if... Sometimes. Yeah, he's, he's been in there. It'd be cool if he was Ghost Rider, usually, as well. Which we have Ooh. on the back burner, maybe. Ooh, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying it, man. It's been a solid show. I think we're getting cl- close enough where I can say it's up there as one of the best ones this year. I say so. Probably second only to WandaVision for me personally. I I'm going to wait until episode six comes out. It might be because for all we know that's very prudent, Jack. Because we shall see. Because Loki, classically, as we said in the show, didn't super stick the landing with the landing. Yeah, yeah so. only the only good part of it was that we were right about Kang. We were right about Kang. The ones in the future we, Kang. Us and everyone else. but Yeah, us and everyone who knew who Kang was knew it was Kang, but if you didn't know who it was Kang. Frankly, we might have only known that because of reading someone else. I don't. Do we? Does anyone have any original thoughts anymore? I mean, we do. Yeah, actually, we were the first people to say Kingpin, I think, so <laughs> we were, drop this, that down. We said Hammerhead. So Hammerhead I did, Actually, we did say Kingpin a while back, though, because I was like, Kingpin's in the comic book. He could. They could just do it. Yeah. So Daredevil next week? Yeah, come on. Unlikely. I wonder when he finally shows up. We, we, we'll be at this joke after the movie that... <laughs> depending on what he's in, if he's not in Hawkeye next week, which I, I I do think is unlikely, his next appearance is in likely She-Hulk, She-Hulk where the rumor is right now that he is just going to be like a lawyer with her as in her lawyer things. So it's not so much at, like the superhero side of things. So he's going to be Matt Murdock for like it, three movies. <laughs> I think it'd be very funny. Again, especially if you don't know who he is, if you're just kind of a casual here and you see him show up and thing after thing as just a lawyer, and you're like, "Who is this guy? Am I supposed to?" Know? <laughs> and then he's like, "It's me, Daredevil." And then he's Daredevil. Daredevil finally. He's not Daredevil until like Echo or something. Yeah, I, I think that's very likely to happen. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> I think it would be. Again, I, sometimes I wish I didn't. I wasn't cursed with so much knowledge because wouldn't that be a fun reveal? If you is this like- really kind of knowledge? <laughs> if you if you went back in time um, and told, told, went to the scholars of the Library of Alexandria <laughs> and were like, "I know that Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil," and they'd be like, 
And then speak Greek at you because well, yeah, they probably speak Greek at you. Go gyros. Yeah. And then the Mongols would attack, and then you go, "I gotta go." Oh, jeez. Fellas, look out for the Mongols. I'd be like, "Oh no, the library's burning," and they'd be like, "Actually, this is not actually as great of an error as you think. It's actually a historical myth that." an insane amount of knowledge was lost so frankly uh the library was already in in a deteriorated state by then and so many of the manuscripts were already lost or taken to other areas of the world so it it wasn't actually as catastrophic as you might think you dumb dumb man from the future (laughs) but he said it all to greek to me and i was like yeah well it went right over my head and then i looked at the camera and went it's all greek to me and the (laughs) laugh track played (laughs) ah good stuff well so maybe maybe you're safe you're right jack maybe that's the safer move is to uh is to wait but i'm enjoying it so far I hope we get some good Kingpin moments. I hope we get... Uh, there, there's Once again, though, they've got a good number of subplots still up in the air here. Um, so it's... Because it's we need to have a conversation where Hawkeye's like, I didn't kill your sister, dum-dum. She killed herself. I We had a race to see who could kill themselves best, and she won. <laughs> she okay? won. I'm real mad about it. I was not happy. I, I ah, There was a whole scene where I was like, oh, God, what am I seeing? You, when you when you did that thing to Kate earlier, it gave me PTSD about it. I'm not I'm not a fan. Trust me. It was I, quote, tr- I tried my darndest to kill myself instead of her. <laughs> I wanted to do it so bad. <laughs> I maintain, Jack. Correct choice. I know. I think we talked about it because he had we a family talked, to bring he had back. A family. I think it, uh, we all love that. We all hate Hawkeye. This you is can, you, can, you know you can do. It's like all the heroes. This is a Black Widow Stan account, and we don't we don't fuck with Hawkeye here. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Go touch some grass. You can't again. Well, you're right. We have talked about this extensively, but can't they're they're like buddies they're friends that'd be like if you were like i love iron man hate hate Hate. war machine can't stand him wish he got out of these movies like i don't know they're like buds yeah it's a good dynamic but yeah it's it's tough on him though so he's got to be like i didn't kill your sister man i really didn't i didn't want to i'm sorry and then maya's got to be like you killed my dad indirectly kingpin and then kate bishop's got to be like you tried to kill hawkeye mom there's a lot of and they're all going Ooh. It's such a big circle of pointing. It's like a it's a Mexican standoff. They all just have guns. And but Hawkeye's got a bow. He's like he's somehow do do bow in each hand. Maybe crossbows. He does crossbows on occasion in the comics. That'd be pretty he'll, good. He'll do, have two little crossbows. So. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, he'll kill some men with them. Like I said <laughs> Hawkeye. You can never you can never decide when he whether when he he's killing people and not killing. I mean people. I mean he, sometimes he wakes up and he goes oh boy here I go killing again. <laughs> sometimes he'll kick you off the Avengers for killing a man. But they don't kill a man. Sometimes just kill men. <laughs> Famously in uh, Age of Ultron in the comic, at one point, um, a gang of street ruffians in, in like lawless techno wasteland New York have kidnapped Spider-Man, and he just busts in there and fights his way down to the basement, just crossbowing them all the way. <laughs> he killed like, a dozen men with a, cross- with a couple crossbows, so like you never know with him, man. Sometimes, he, sometimes he's in the mood for murdering. <laughs> He'll just do it. He'll do it again. You can't he be stopped. Here I go. Kill him again. All right, we'll probably get that guy out of Yeah, probably. Into... Trailer trash, trailer ca- world famous cash. segment, our favorite segment, known world round, world the world over. So we got two trailers, one of them being the end credit scene to Spider Man No Way Home surprise trailer, which I didn't super love. Which was I seen. never really loved too too much because it feels like we were just deprived of an end credit scene that could have been something different and interesting. Because this trailer is just going to come out as a trailer eventually. Yeah, we're going to be able to watch Surely it. Surely it will not remain exclusive to the post credit scene of a movie. <laughs> They're just never going to put out a trailer for Doctor Strange, Strange because, like, no, that's not going to happen. So it does feel like we were deprived of one. It was like when, um, was there a... No, I think they, sometimes they do, but I guess what they do is they do it beforehand. And I think of it, like, before, um, wasn't there, like, a pre-thing for Far From Home where it was, like, a clip from 
Spider-Verse, maybe? Maybe I'm thinking of a different thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, it's not important. All right, so the point is they do that sometimes. Yeah. And it always feels cheap because it's like, well, I, this could have been an interesting clip. Instead, you've just given me a trailer. Now, the trailer was fun and all, but all that aside. All that aside. Let's get the actual meat of it. Yeah, so in this in this trailer, we get a, sort of a, a general plot, and I feel like there are three goddamn villains in this movie. So in this trailer, we have the guy from the first movie who's like, no more wizards. <laughs> oh boy, I hate wizards. There's too many sorcerers. I too many sorcerers. There's uh, Shedgar Logoth, or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah. Weird tentacle, Weird monster tentacle monster from Beyond the Stars. Sure. And then there's also Evil Doctor Strange. Now, I think what I got from this, maybe you never disagree, Jack, but what I got is that it's all being orchestrated by Baron Mordo, that he's bringing them together because he doesn't like Doctor Strange. But he is like brought in that guy from that dimension, and he's brought in Doctor Strange from the other dimension and the tentacle monster, all because he's orchestrating it against Doctor Strange. I, I, I would agree with that. I think that's probably fair to say, right? I, I think based on how the movie's going, I think, I think already I can kind of, based on what you just said, I'm going to rough you what I think is going to happen. All right. Months out. I think Doctor Strange is going to be chilling with Wong. What's that guy? What's his name again? The guy from Baron Mordo? Baron Mordo. He will attack Doctor Strange. He'll be like, hmm, I need to go get America Chavez and then Scarlet Witch. <laughs> and then they're going to go do that and they're going to finish off and beat him. But it, I don't think they're going to... Sh- I think Wanda is going to show up like a lot later in the movie, but she's not going to be in it from the very start. Probably I, not. No. I think like... I mean, in the trailer, we see the scene of him rolling up to be like, we need your help. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, I know, I I know, I tortured all those people before a while." Though. And he's like, "I don't." He's, I, he's I, like, "I he's don't like, even care about that." He's like, God, Wanda, we got it. It was way bigger. It's way more important. <laughs> I I couldn't. I could write a. I could fill a book with the called... horrible things I done. <laughs> the, the the people of Westview could be the stars of a show called People I Don't Care About. <laughs> it's not. It's not relevant to me right now. I'm I'm only worried about my things. <laughs> so, do you think that it's some of it is like Fallout from uh, No Way Home here? Like, do you think some of these multiversal shenanigans are because of them messing with it? Or do you think it's just a totally kind of separate thing? I think it might be from messing with it. I think it's going to have to definitely factor I, in. Right? I think based on what happens in No Way Home, he might start fucking with the multiverse. He's like, we don't know enough about this. And yeah. I almost broke everything. That's, let's, let's figure this out. It feels like a very Doctor Strange thing to do. Yeah. In this movie, he's like, we don't know a lot. And so he's like, well, I'll just learn. I'll just I'll just read the forbidden books. I'll just start messing with the... I'll do the, the forbidden magics. I'll do the forbidden magics. I'll mess with the time stone. Time stone. I'll do it all. He's got no problem just breaking all the rules. He's got no problem bringing Wong back to life. He's got no problem trapping himself in a in a loop. infinite loop of time. <laughs> he doesn't care, man. This man doesn't. He's, he's got no he just no don't rules. care. He's so got like no chill. I, that does that seems very on brand for this version of Doctor Strange. Just be like, I'm just gonna mess with it so I can learn. This isn't like we were messing with it before. No, listen. This is for science. This is for science. Science slash magic. I'm cool and smart and a doctor, so I will figure it out. I think the visuals of this movie are going to be really good. Based on what we've seen in the trailer, at least. That's kind of all we of... get from the trailer. Yeah, like, like visual. Kind of like Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the sort of, you know, all the all the big rumors and, and revelations and, and cameos and stuff are not apparent in this movie, obviously. Or, sorry, in this trailer, I mean to say. It's just mostly, like, the cool, trippy visuals that we've come to yeah. expect that we got in, I guess, just Doctor Strange and some in Infinity War and a lot in No Way Home, actually. So, yeah, it looks it looks cool. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Wanda's wearing her outfit. Yeah. America it Chavez looks like is there. a slight variation on the one from the end of WandaVision. It I does. I could be wrong. Like, it, you, it, you it, did, it did look yeah. a little different. Not noticeably, but like, not enough. Not it, crazy different, but... It could just be the moment because she's, like, got magic around her and stuff. She's, like, so. hovering and doing... Rituals and stuff. Um, yeah, we I, we talked about it. I, I'm interested to see how 
like where America Chavez comes from. Again, she's we've talked about it. She's not a character we're familiar with really at all. She's from the comics. Kind of know. hilariously broken. Yeah. I don't know where her origins lie there, but like I'm interested to see how she just kind of shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it, it another thing, we'll be interested to see how what what they're doing essentially with evil Doctor Strange. I think potentially that could be like something of a misdirect, even maybe just for the trailer. Because basically in what if, he's not actually evil. <laughs> yeah, he's just misguided. He's just yeah, he he did he made some mistakes and stuff, but he's not He's not out to be evil. No, not at all. He's out to do something wrong, you know, technically. Some mischief. And he's something he shouldn't do. And again, he's he got some consequences for it. But he's not a he's not like a villain, right? The point of that is not, you know, what if Doctor Strange was a villain? He's not, like, just bent on domination or conquest or anything. He's liked his girlfriend there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, like... Also, Richard McAdams is in this trailer. Oh yeah, that we should. We can, yeah, let's move back to that. But so, I, all I'm saying is, like, I'm interested to see how they do that because last we see him, he helps them save the multiverse at the end of, and he and he dooms himself to eternal, like just watching yeah. them. That oh, that's true. That's where he ends up at the end of that. So, yeah. assuming it's the same one, I guess it could be a variation on that in a different evil Doctor Strange from a different. I guess it could be, but yeah. everyone's assumption so far is that it's just the one from What If, um, as well because there's that. Illuminati rumor we talked about a couple months back now, where yeah, back in October, I think a even. couple of the characters from What If are potentially going to be in a weird pseudo Illuminati. Pseudo Illuminati, like is it Captain Carter and like the Black Car- Panther? I don't know if Black Panther. I don't. I don't, I, I don't remember now at this point. Was it even Bro Thor? Maybe like Party mm-hmm. Thor? It was it like Captain Carter? I think it was Sher- Shuri. Oh, Shuri from Black yeah. Panther. Yeah, we'll have to. Um, well, we'll lock it down. Yeah, reference that later on at some point. But so it'll be interesting to see. Again, I think it could just be a classic misdirect for the trailer. They're just making him look evil, and he turns out to just be not that. Again, he's definitely more mischievous. He's a little. He's he's a little off, and he's he's clearly more willing to do whatever it takes to get what he wants, kind of thing, than maybe the normal version. But he's not strictly a villain. So I will be curious to see how he potentially would line up with Baron Mordo on this. Whose whole thing is just no more sorcerers. Yeah, no more no more wizards, man. You're right about them. We're giving magic to too many people. <laughs> I'm taking away your ability to walk. Yeah, real grim. Yeah, very grim. Crippled that man for no he reason. He really did. That man wasn't really a wizard. That guy, yeah, uh, for real, right? <laughs> That's like the le- who's using the least magic of anyone. He just wanted to walk again. He's like, he j- he literally was like, I'm not going to do the magic. I'm just going to walk. And he took that guy. Not, very, a, not a not a great not a great dude. I don't very think. mean. Maybe pretty, even a villain. Pretty kind of yeah. I would call him a meanie as well if I had to. People on Twitter would be like, "That's a bit problematic, Marvel." <laughs> it's like well, he's the bad guy. Yep. Bad guys have to do bad things. Normalize bad guys being bad guys again. Yep. I would say there's not too much to go on. Yeah. Again, it's a lot of visuals. It's broad I see, strokes. I see trailer cash. Wanda's back. Good that bit. is pretty cash. Good yeah. big good Wanda stuff. Love a good Scarlet Witch cast magic. Going to see Wanda doing some. I Wanda's about. To, I think they're going to some. Also, Loki's in this too. I totally forgot. Oh, that yeah. was confirmed. It's supposed to be, yeah. So shit. Wham. I totally forgot. Like literally just now I remembered like they're all gonna do some there's gonna be some big magic stuff, I think. Like some I wonder crazy if, visuals. We we didn't really talk about it, but this uh No Way Home establishes that Wong is currently the Sorcerer Supreme because Doctor Strange was gone. Um I think you might take it back. I was gonna say, like, I wonder if there's shakeups and one of the other ones gets it. 
Oh, like Wanda or like Loki? Wanda or Loki. Loki has in the past. I don't know that Wanda has ever had it in the comics, but that's a pretty nebulous title. Swaps around a lot. Ninety. It seems like 90% of the Doctor Strange plot lines from the past 15 years in the comics are just, oh, what if he's not the Doctor? What if he's not the Sorcerer Supreme anymore? Oh, oh. what if we make it? Dr. Voodoo! It's like that thing we always say, it's just cyclical. For two years, he's Dr. Strange. We're back to normal. Dr. Strange is the source of the Supreme. And then, like, for two years, it's like, oh, it's someone else? Could you even believe it? Who could it be? It's, it's Loki. It's Loki this time. <laughs> it's Loki this time, guys. So, um, that could be me. What would you say tra- the trailer cash part is? I would agree. That's a that's a pretty trailer cash kind of part. Trailer Tra- trash. Trailer trash. Wanda's in a different location. I swear <laughs> to God that she is. That's not the place we left her in WandaVision. It's, there's, the trees are different. She looked like she went from, like, Russia to Italy. It's much sunnier there. Yeah, There's not you, nearly as much snow. Could you potentially concede that it's just a different season? No. Why not? Because because there was no fence around near her house in the in the end credit scene. She could have built a house. I get, built a fence. I guess her magic literally creates things from nothing. That's I, true. So maybe I'm just being ridiculous. <laughs> it might not even be a house. There's a fence. She'd be in her mind, though. It could all just be an illusion. She has that part where she's making an illusion of herself making tea while she's reading in a different room. Well, Why? Not... What's that for? Who's that for? Who's that for? <laughs> Are you? Is it for yeah, you? That's what I mean. Like, so God knows what if, what's even real. Maybe it just changes at her whim, Jack. How how silly will you feel if when this movie comes out, she's changing the house and and the, and the setting at, at whim? I will simply delete this part of the episode. Fair, no, I'll that's go good. back and get rid of it. I'll revise history like a good white man, like a man would. <laughs> Like a nice, honest man would. Yeah. No, that's classic. I was going to say trailer trash because they didn't even put in Professor X. How am I supposed to get a set about this movie if they're not even going to put... What do you mean you hope not? That seems a bit much. It's too late. It's already rumored. It's happened. Fuck. They did rumor it. Patrick Stewart, Professor X is just going to be in this movie and they're going to have a mind fight. Why why is it James McAvoy? I feel like he should do a younger one. Oh. Yeah, was it established in that rumor? Was Was there a specific? I don't think there was a specific. Huh. But clearly they're just doing anything. Like... They they don't give a damn. If they'll bring in a... for bringing all the Spider-Mans, why wouldn't they just do? Hey, this is a guy from a different. I mean, we're doing multiverse. Here he is. Here he is. They're mutants, I guess. Yeah. You've seen those movies. <laughs> You've seen it. If you haven't, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Again, we're, you're along for the ride at this point. You're in or you're out for Marvel, as we've said. Indeed. After Endgame, you're gonna watch it all. You're not gonna watch it all, and we're not gonna hold your hand. Right. For better or worse. But let's move on to our second trailer. Second Fantastic trailer Beast Three: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Now, they really made. I think they made an error, Jack. I, I think it's safe to say at this point, they made an error by sticking with the Fantastic Beast branding. Because what does that even mean anymore? Yeah. San- Fantastic Beast, colon, The Secrets of Dumbledore. You may as well just call the movie The Secrets of Dumbledore. Like, right? Yeah. Or like, Wizarding World. They should have they should have had a different moniker. Yeah, like a different, um, whatever. Head title. Like, subtitle. Or head what, title. Head title, maybe? Head yeah. title? Because it's the opposite of a subtitle. A, a, lead a dom title? title? A dom title. <laughs> yes, let's go with that. I that can't be right. It though. should have been like Wizarding World or like Wizarding the, the expanded Wizarding Harry. War. I don't know because this this saga because it's supposed to be like five or six movies or whatever the hell it is. It's probably five, I think. This is departed like almost immediately <laughs> from As the in beast like, in the first. They movie found all the beasts. The beast. <laughs> they found <laughs> they, them. All. They found like most of the beasts halfway through that first movie, and then they were dealing with Wizard Hitler. Like, they were <laughs> dealing with Wizard Hitler from the. They were from like, the, guys, we got to get to Wizard Hitler. So like, maybe it should have been called that. Wizard Hitler. <laughs> it has to be, be worth finding them. Wizard Hitler. The crimes of Wizard Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard Hitler. Gay Wizard of, Hitler. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, I try not to judge. No, I'm not judging him. He's still Hitler. Yeah, no. I feel like we can not judge yet. Hitler. Yeah. That's not because he's gay, because he's Hitler. Yeah, if Hitler was gay, I would still say bad guy. 
I think with the episode, that would be the title. If Hitler was gay, he'd still be a bad guy. What <laughs> um, a wordy title. But so, I don't know. This is a fun trailer. They give Jacob a wand? People hate these movies. Um, and I think part of that is, like, the whole J.K. Rowling as a person controversy, which I don't think we need to get into. No. It's been I... done to death. You feel, everyone's got a side of that, right? Yeah. Um, but I I like these movies. I don't know. I agree. Probably like these movies. I really Irish. liked Fantastic Beast. I really yeah. like that was a very enjoyable movie. The second one we saw together in theaters. We had I fun think really after work we it. saw it. We went like right after. Yeah. It was we fun. had fun seeing it. It was I won't say it was objectively, I wouldn't say it was a great film, but yeah, it had fun moments. Through these Johnny Depp hit a wizard bong and Try to stop the Holocaust? Through these rose-colored glasses I got on. Oh, those are pretty nice. It doesn't look so bad. Oh. Yeah, it looks I pretty good it. now, right? Yeah, yeah, everything looks pretty good. Um, it definitely has some of those... Let me non- stack my nostalgia <laughs> glasses on as well. Oh, it's oh, even my. better. 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's definitely got some nonsense with the plots and stuff. I think there is something to be said about the idea that... One of the main characters joins wizard Nazis. I was going to just say... Well, yes. But I, I just more generally, the idea that letting J.K. Rowling just start writing screen plays like from whole cloth probably not you know yeah because that's not what she does no um, she's a no- she's a novel she's, author so like she probably could have someone else in that process being like what are you doing jk because that the second one in particular it just it, it really jumps the shark in a lot of areas it goes off the rails the whole like the uh the baby the the, the baby thing is re- absurd right they're on the titanic there's like three people looking for the baby because they all think it's a different person yeah. and you got the like str- the look the str- stranges and like that other guy and but it turns out it was a Dumbledore all along because someone switched I don't I don't even remember the, the baby was crying so they switched out the baby and it dr- so the real strange baby drowned on the Titanic yes and Dumbledore's brother lived why was Dumbledore's brother on the, the- Titanic <laughs> I don't know fuck you it's magic <laughs> and now he's Ezra Miller yeah I I mean a, a great part classically of that second movie uh, is when they keep naming all the different words for muggles. No Madge. Say a French word, I think. Yep. It's good stuff. And then Giant Up hits a wizard bong and goes, guys, the Holocaust is coming. we got to stop the Holocaust. It's like, why do you... Very weird. Yeah, that's a weird moment because you're kind of like, I guess we're I guess we're meant to understand that he's just lying. Because if he's not lying, does that mean that they're stopping him from stopping <laughs> the Holocaust? <laughs> he's going to use oh magic to... Oh my gosh. <laughs> why did you write that? <laughs> weird implications there. I get that he's lying probably because he's evil, but... Like you said, the fact that Queenie just joins him, she seems to be back with the crew in this one, because she's like meeting with Jacob in the trailer there, so that's nice, I guess. Queenie also does some kind of fuck shit to Jacob in well, the second yeah, movie. She, yeah, she gaslight gatekeep girl, girl bosses him. Gatekeeps him real, real good. Yeah, he's <laughs> the best w- I've ever seen, frankly. Right, we're going to watch just right now. literal mind control on him, basically. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, this seems to be introducing a, a litany of new characters, and by litany, I mean at least two. <laughs> well, no, we got Newt's brother. Well, Newt's brother is in the second one, right, yeah. extensively. We got Albus's brother. Yeah, we do have Aberforth. Aberforth. Aberforth Dumbledore is in here. So his other brother. I don't know. I feel like we got we got to see his sister, right? Yeah, his sister. There's no way they're gonna do these. Isn't five... their sister got ish- like? Isn't there something with their sister that they didn't want to talk about? Wouldn't she like um like a no magic? No, the theory. So I don't. I always get confused as to what's fan theory, what's like, what's that like nebulous. Um, J.K. Rowling just wrote it on her website once, and now it's canon thing. Right. I yeah. think the thing with his sister is that she was one of those things in Fantastic Beast One that I can't think of now, like Ezra Miller is. Oh, where she repressed it, she didn't want to accept her magicness, and it like blew up. Yeah, um, but there's also the thing of like that's why him and I. Oh, okay, I guess I just talked myself out of it because the reason that Grindelwald and him him have a falling out 
is because of the death of his sister. There's like a three-way duel that happens between Aberforth, Albus, and Grindelwald. Grindelwald, and his sister dies, and that's where their falling out comes from. So I guess it already would have happened by this, by the events of like even the first Fantastic Beast, presumably. Um, the apparently they're doing another pretty significant time skip. So the um the first one, the first Fantastic Beast was in the twenties, like early twenties, I want to say. Right. Yeah. And then the second one, they do a pretty big time jump, and the, I guess they do another one, which kind of makes sense because I had the thought at the end of the second one was. If they need to get to World War Two, that's in forty five, right? Yeah, they got jumped at least twenty five years. So that means from the begin, yeah, exactly, from the beginning of this again franchise saga, whatever, from the Fantastic Piece one to the presumably the last movie, they have to span twenty plus years. So I guess every movie they have to do a pretty significant time jump. Right. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I I just like these movies. I like the aesthetics of them. I like going back to Hogwarts, but seeing it like from that kind of. I don't know that old timey sort of thing, and like it's not it's not the focus, but they just kind of drop in. I like Jude Law as just as an actor a lot. I know you said you're a big fan of Jacob. He steals he, the show for the I, in these movies. He really does. He's just so much fun. He's so much fun. I do think it's they give him a wand in wand. this, and he's in Hogwarts learning magic. That's super what do you sick? think the implication of that is? Because we don't we don't they don't there's no dialogue or anything other than they, you just see them hand him a wand. I think Dumbledore knows that he has magic in him. Like he's just so like do you think that's he, what he's, he's like Hermione? He just has magic. Yeah, he's like because Dumbledore is like you know he's also probably he's like that guy probably's got magic. Newt give him this wand. I thought maybe it was just a like non magic wand of some kind. Which would be a weird thing to add to your canon at this point, if you're J.K. Rowling. But that's true. At just a point. magic a wand that a non-magic like it would have to be like a wand that has magic in it, like a battery. You like can a, like use it up. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Like a gun, it hits the unload yeah. it and load it back up. Um, but they, some they killing they, curses. <laughs> they clearly needed to justify his existence. existence. They're like, how can we bring him in again? How is he, he going to fight the wizard Nazi without yeah. magic? Why not? Why should we have him buy a gun? No, <laughs> that'd be too easy. I like honestly these wizard fights in this trailer better than the most of the actual ones because they're just using their hands to do magic. They're that, doing big pushes and stuff. So that's a thing. Just again, that applies to all this series here. Is um, they're just adults. They're yeah. all adult wizards who are like above average at magic. Even like Newt is clearly like really good. Like the reason that Dumbledore entrusts him to be like his man is because he's good at. He's clearly quite good. Obviously, Dumbledore. He's here. He does magic zoology. Yeah, I love magic zoology. His brother is a or right. Oh yeah, obviously Grindelwald, like the the he's one of the, the best duelist. Wand. Yeah, we currently got the Elder Wand, one of the best duelists ever. So these are just like adult wizards who are competent, and they're just they know what they're doing, right? There's none of this like let's learn. I just I'm using the spell I just learned this week. No, they they've been they they've they been know there. It. They can they're, teleport. They're, they're, and not, stuff. they're not yelling out loud. They're just shooting at each other. They're doing that stuff I like where it's just it's just wizard gunfights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit's breaking everywhere. They're like bla- blasting bottles and mm. glasses going everywhere. Because they're just, they know what's up. It's just grown men going at each other. It's not, it's like, I don't know what the, I can't think, I was about to come up with some kind of analogy. I can't think of one on the fly. That's all right. We can't all do good things. What's a, what's a thing with schools? What's a different series about schools? No, I almost said Percy Jackson. Let's look at your bookshelf. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Professor X? Literally like the X-Men? What it is, Jack. You know what, here it is. I've all got right, it. All right, all right. It's like Cadet Kelly versus... Just like oh, like Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or what is this like? Or it's like um, I don't know. A novice versus an Ice to die. We could sure. just use magic. The point is like the Harry Potter movies are about students learning and they're they're getting through it barely. 
This is just they've done the, what they. I mean, they're learning some things maybe, but the point is that they're they are competent adult wizards who just do it, just, and that's pretty fun because it's it's kind of more fun seeing people just navigate the world because again, so much of the Harry Potter books is every book or, or movie for that matter. It's teaching Harry something new about the world. Like Harry, you don't know what a port key is. Here's a port key for the first time. No one has to tell Newt what a port key is. He's lived in that world. Yeah, so it's it's just fun. It's just it's just a cool look at it, and I like the I like the aesthetic. Like I said before. Like they're wearing twenties clothes, but it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I this this style never really progresses. <laughs> no, no, right? Like this is what the wizards wear in the nineties. <laughs> that or just like robes. That's a joke people have made. Is like when does when does the switch happen for Dumbledore? Yeah, when does Dumbledore go from wearing like suits to just being like I'm just gonna wear I'm old I'm gonna wear robes now. <laughs> when does he become white and roby, <laughs> like white haired and roby? Yeah. I'm gonna say he's already Jude Law is a white man. <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, because, like, he should also already be kind of old. Well, actually, I take it back. I guess he's not super old yet. How old is he? He's magic. Well, actually, I don't know. How old is he when he dies? He's, like, he's old. He's very old. He's, like, a hundred something. Yeah, I want right? to say so. So, like, Jude Law Dumbledore should already be, like, quite old. Makes you wonder why he has such a young brother. How's that work? Actually, now that I think about it. I mean, it's magic. They might just, like, you not know, age as quickly because they have so much magic. Oh, uh, I guess that's true. That's how usually those things go. The more magic you have, the longer you live. One, one thing I really liked about the first movie, I guess we probably talk about more later but one thing i'll say is that the american wizards are just like more efficient than the british ones because you know go america but when newt shows yeah. up in the first movie they're like get out of here man what are you doing you brought these why did you not tell us you had these weird animals go go away you can't be here but yeah it's, it's very exciting i uh, like it what do we think of mads mickelson uh, I th- I think he's good as ever anyone to play yeah, uh, I don't mind i guess it's whatever. he doesn't look crazy like johnny depp did i Especially with all like the way that all ended up shaking out, um, kind of wish it was still Johnny Depp. But yeah, it's always unfortunate to see that kind of whatever. stuff happen. But yeah, I, the way the, this one in particular, it yeah, the way these things happen, but it wasn't ideal. If you're to pick, I think he's a good villain kind of guy. He's very he gets that menace to him, and they definitely yeah they give off similar vibes in a way I can't quite describe. But unhinged, perhaps. like yeah, it works. I will say he seems to be doing less of an accent. It, he seemed to, I mean, it was very brief in this trailer, but it seemed like he wasn't doing much of an accent, which is weird because Madden Mickelson has more of an accent than Johnny Depp just as is. So it seems like he's like tuning, like tuning down his like, where's he from? I have no idea. Somewhere Mad vaguely Mickelson. German, right? <laughs> he must be. <laughs> Let's see. Because Grindelwald is whatever he is. Can you pull it up? What's Matt, what's Mads Mickelson? Danish. Mads Mickelson's Danish. Johnny Depp is American? Uh, is he British or maybe? Oh gosh, Grindelwald is. Where's he from? Where's he from? Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Tell me where he's from. Um, Just please tell me. He went to Durmstrang, which is in northern Scandinavia. I don't know where he's from. It's whatever. The point is, he's from northeastern Europe. <laughs> he's from the cold parts <laughs> of Europe. Whereas, yeah, Johnny Depp is just American, probably. Right? I would assume. Yeah, he's American. So yeah, it's weird that he's not. He seems to be doing less of an accent than Johnny Depp was doing. But again, it's brief. I will say, it feels like they didn't... Why is he not have white hair and stuff? Yeah, I don't know, because he had white hair and like a weird eye. Weird eye, yeah. Maybe that was Johnny Depp just being weird. <laughs> he was like, I want white <laughs> he hair. insisted weird. upon it. They were like, Johnny, we don't really have to do that. And Mr. Wilson was like, they're like, do you want the wig and the eye? And he's like, absolutely not. He's like, why would I want that? But he said it kind of like a Danish guy would. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, thank God, this guy's not actually bananas. And so he didn't. He just looks like a normal kind of man. And so he didn't. And they went on their way. Um, so, yeah. To the cash. We've got more Fantastic Beasts. Jude Law's great, man. Jude Law's great. We got more zoology, magic zoology. Gotta love animals. 
trailer trash. Tina is not in it at all. He's what's her? Is that the sister of the mind control of mind reading lady? Yeah, she isn't. That's right. She she literally does not make an appearance, from what I can tell. Where's Tina? Which apparently is related to she was vocal about not liking J.K. Rowling. Oh, and they just removed her. I believe she is still in the movie. They just have decided to neutered her plot. From, I don't even know if it's that. I don't. I, I really don't know. Oh. I don't, I'm not super informed on it, but that's what I had heard. And by heard, I mean I saw it in a tweet. Was that because of that, they just, at the very least, they've removed her from the marketing. Or, or you know, at the very least from this trailer. I guess time will tell, but. Right, yeah. Which I think is bad and dumb. I agree. I like Tina. Yeah. She was cool. And her, her, her plot was bad in the last one, so I'd like to bring her back. I mean, here's the thing. She's got to be in some of these unless they're just going to recast her, which would be dumb and bad because they get married like they do. That's like a, a known lore mm-hmm. is that Newt and her get married. So <laughs> they kind of got to yeah, right. build a relationship of some kind. So again, and that th- again, that was a bad subplot in the last movie was her whole like, Newt, I th- I saw in a, in a wizard tabloid that you were with what's her face Lestrange so I just assumed Bip-bop you didn't Lestrange. like Lestrange and he was like did you ask me well no he's like, okay. he's like did you ask me did you ask, did you ask me I didn't I didn't know did you I was too busy grooming the, the shimmer shoppers they must be groomed each each fortnight I must do it very carefully I was on a secret mission for Dumbledore look I got them I got Jacob back <laughs> isn't he fun look at him so yeah they gotta fix that she better be in it is all I'm saying I agree they added they can't add two new characters and not have just Tina the character we we introduced two movies ago. Right. She's got to be in all five. I think there's five of these. Yeah, I'm all for it though. I don't care. That's fine. There better be some fucking sick ass. Again, people people really got a lot of, to say about these. We like them. I don't mind. I just think they're neat. I just think they're neat. <laughs> That's really all it comes down to. Like we've, I think I've maybe literally said this on the show before, or at least to you for sure. Is Harry Potter? I'm like a kind of a middle invested in. Yeah, I think I'm just the perfect level invested. Where I like it, I know a lot of the backstory, I know the lore, I, I know stuff, I'm into it. But it's kind of nuts. But I don't care so much that, like, when The Cursed Child came out, I was like, this is cool. I, I enjoyed this. I did When not... these movies come out, I'm like, this is fun. I didn't What, am I supposed to not like it? I mean, Cursed Child is weird. It's a weird plot. I never read it's it. Whatever, man. I thought it was cool. That was a little weird, but I didn't even never read it. How do you know what the plot is? I, I watch videos on it. You trust trust them? Probably lying to you. I trust them as far as I I thought it was sweet, man. Um. This is what I mean, because I'm not so invested that these characters are absolutely sacred to me. These characters need work. Like, it, I don't know a good way to put it, but, like, if there was, like, some Star Wars equivalent to this, I'd probably be like, I don't know about this. She's kind of messing with the lore. And Clone the Wars? Canon. Yeah, but Clone Wars is good. I don't I'm saying, I, what I'm trying to say is, like, if it was a thing I was more invested in, I might be a little more picky about it. But because I'm just I'm, I'm just, just enough. I'm just like, like, Harry Potter's cool, man. Yeah, I, I agree. It's It's kind of like... We were talking about actually earlier in the show, like people who are like on the fringe of Marvel stuff. I think that's us for Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, like we know of. all the pretty much most of the lore. We know like a layer or maybe and a half or two below. But I'm like, oh, this is fun. It's not my main thing. Yeah. So when something like this comes up, I'm not critique, critiquing, critiquing and nitpicking every little element of it. I'm just enjoying it for what it is. Oh yeah, definitely. So with that, with the end of our fourth segment. Definitely get in here. As always, you can listen to us. Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon slash Audible. You can reach us at, on our, at our Twitter at Akatech Jazz. That's J-A-Z. And at our Gmail at Akatech Jazz at gmail.com. With any questions, comments, concerns, rants, or insights. Maybe even scientific articles. Maybe we do another Jack Science Corner one of these days. Who knows? As always, 
Our logo was done by a friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can find him at inkocean.jpg or on his Redbubble to buy some of his artwork on his merch. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. Godspeed.